And welcome to the Liquid Football Podcast. Yeah. Second edition this week, uh, because again we're double bubbling because we're too lazy to do this every week. Um, we've just had our run. No, down. we're not lazy. It's that we're so busy with our lives. No, I'm just giving them the line because it sounds funnier. Like if you don't go too real too quickly. Or no, just I'm not going to. Just because we're not interested doesn't mean we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, there's, a, there's a tight rope to walk there. There really is. There really, really Come is. Come on, people. Work with us. Work, Work with us here. Come on, cooperate. Okay, so... Like and subscribe. Like, share, and subscribe. Very, very important that you hit that subscribe button that you probably have on Spotify. I, don't know, I can't keep track anymore. It's, it's follow. Follow. It's a follow button. See, this is the thing, right? This is where we're going wrong. You know. Anyway. <laughs> so, we're going to start off then this uh, podcast with a round of Transfer Guff. Oh. Woo! So, will I finally win one? Well, we'll see. Do we actually even have... Tra- like, it's October. Yes, like, yes Neil, I do fuck? have transfer guff. I have some fucking stinkers here that you are going to absolutely love. This is going to be bad. So, um, <laughs> so I've got an old, a proper, no-nonsense, old-fashioned round of transfer guff here. Right. I have two real stories that I have picked up from uh, from well-reputable... Um, yeah, hang on, I have to pick the M&Ms out of the sink. Yeah, actually, not. He can stay there. All right, fine. Thanks for that. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> taste the rainbow. So, you. <laughs> that was. I knew that. You. That was the joke. Absolutely. That was the joke. Fucking barbarian. <laughs> also, please sponsor us M and M's or Skittles. Yeah, please. Give us free stuff. Give us free stuff. Yeah, if you don't mind. Uh, like, follow, and subscribe. We won't. We promise not to throw more. <laughs> down the <That's> street. <laughs> it's okay. Like, I, I don't promise that. <laughs> That's such a delayed reaction. Bastards. You scared me with that one. <laughs> anyway. Like so. You just shouldn't have said that. We won't get the sponsorship down. Skittles well though. Yeah, that's fair. I like Skittles. Yeah, that's the main rivalry though, isn't it? Oh, so. Maltesers, yeah. Yeah. Also give us free stuff. So. This is the round. I have given, uh, I've taken two real stories from reputable publications, and I've taken <laughs> one story from my FIFA save file. It's FIFA 20 this time now, so that's why we're back doing this old school. Fucking hell, you've updated. I know, I know. It's terrible. So, real yeah, story. Can you stop throwing chocolate around my house, throw please? it, it dropped. Yeah, throw yeah, whatever. Blame gravity. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Gravity's kicking your ass so far. <laughs> that fucking M&M is still flying. I know, yeah. <laughs> so, question... We have a question when you hear me. Story number one. Go for it. The Daily Mail <laughs> is reporting that Jack... That's just irreputable. I already call bullshit on this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait until you hear it. Wait until you hear it. Oh, my God. Jack will share. The Daily Mail is reporting that Jack Rodwell oh. will be having a medical with AS Roma 
after being released by Blackburn Rovers in the summer. AS Roma have a very serious injury crisis in midfield at the moment, struggling the league. They've just sacked a manager. I believe they will be sacking the manager at some point. Uh, and are considering signing him on a short-term deal to make up the numbers until the likes of Gonalons and um, Zonzi comes back into the team. But yeah, Jack Rodwell to AS Roma, according to the Daily Mail. Story number two. <laughs> Jack Rodwell's dead. I don't believe that one for a second. Mundo Deportivo. I saw the body. <laughs> we were all there, we saw it. <laughs> Mundo Deportivo claims that Barcelona are currently identifying long-term replacements for ageing striker Luis Suarez. Where's the reputable fucking publication team coming from? Again, that was the whole idea. It was a, it was a joke. Oh, oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. There was a... Neither our listeners nor Neil can see your air quotes when saying reputable. Yeah, just, but... Just yeah, the air I, I would like to think, considering... Oh, I no, 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 the course of this podcast, there's mm. so many air quotes. We're going to have to pop the shop. The I was about to say, like, we, we, I, I mentioned... <laughs> Daily Mail, Mundo Deportivo. Surely they're not reputable here. Like, I think that's the tongue-in-cheek remark here. They're not reputable anywhere. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Anyway. So, currently identifying long-term replacements for ageing striker Luis Suarez. Barcelona have placed... He's an ageing striker? According to the paper, yes. Or an Asian striker. It could be that. they're very going to China. They're very racist. They're very racist. Barcelona have placed Harry Kane and Marcus Rashford (laughs) top of their list... With Kylian Mbappe and Latoro Martinez also shortlisted. Oh, so they're not hoping for a lot then. Hmm, very much. So, that story basically is Harry Kane and Marcus Rashford to Barcelona. So basically, like the the four, those four players combined, it's like what about six hundred million, over half a billion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, of course. It's a Barcelona paper. Come on, you know. It's, you know it's and story number three, Gazzetto della Sporta have secured an exclusive from Juventus, <laughs> who believe they can sign Sadio Mane from Liverpool in January. Mane is reportedly unsettled and is eager on a new challenge after winning the Champions League. Juventus believe they can acquire him for £77 million, which would be around €90 million, thereabouts. So, those three stories again. Jack Rodwell to AS Roma, Mm -hmm. Harry Kane and Marcus Rashford to Barcelona, or Sadio Mane to Juventus. The floor is yours. I'm going with the first one, Jack Rodwell. You're going for Jack Rodwell to AS Roma. You think that's the bullshit? Oh, yeah. Rachel? Um, I'm going to go with B as being bullshit. You're going for Harry Kane and Marcus Rashford to yeah. Barcelona. Why would that's anyone the, that, want that? That's the fake story. Okay. Why would anyone want that? So the first real story... I know B is real because I've actually seen it. Is the correct. That's correct. Yeah. Yes, Mundo Deportivo have claimed that Kane and Rashford are top of Barca's... I do believe list. it's bullshit. I guess yeah. I have seen him report it. Yes. <laughs> the other real story, though... Is the Daily Mail reporting that Jack Rodwell will be signing for AS Roma? Oh they are making their decision. In fairness, I knew that because I'd seen that one. Yes. So <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, that's fantastic. So the moral of the story here is hadn't worked together. We would have worked. <laughs> that's Arsenal in a fucking nutshell. In a nutshell. <laughs> so... My fake story, taken from <laughs> FIFA 20, was Sadio Mane signing for Piemonte Calcio, as it is in FIFA 20. Your FIFA 20 story had Liverpool winning the Champions League in it. Well, yes. It was this current season, FIFA 20. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the that, time that's works, the reason That's how time friend. works, yeah. I know you're so old and you can't remember it, but... Like... <coughs> you blocked it in because Spurs was in the final. That's what happened there. That's it. Yeah, yeah you, but Spurs yeah. lost, which is also <laughs> Spurs are in the final. That's good. 
Yeah, I was on last. Yeah, I was on last. That's bad. <laughs> so yes, uh, Sadie Man to Liverpool was a fake. So, so that's, that's the reason why I, t- I talked. Mm. I don't. I don't. Under- I, I don't know why I didn't think a game could have current events in it. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a crazy notion. It's a crazy notion. It's a crazy fucking. So we're gonna kick off there with a quick round of Eurovision. Woo! So as if you're not... My favourite thing to snooze to in the Yes, I was about to say, if you're uninitiated, uh, we're going to run down the results from the no, European no, no, no. games. No, 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 if you're uninitiated, me and Jonathan will, yes. and Rachel will describe what position she slapped in. <laughs> I have photographic evidence of this week's. Yeah, that's, 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 that's challenging. Spoiler alert, Yeah, she's got her clothes on. <laughs> and my coat and my school bag <laughs> if anything she actually wakes up with more clothes on <laughs> than when she started yeah this is very cold yes <laughs> you should really get you should really invest in a stove it'd be nice um, if you had to afford it yeah <laughs> invest in a stove for set fire to the furniture <laughs> but at least the place would be warm exactly yes yes this is nice Yes. <laughs> when when we asked the landlord about fixing our heating, he was like, mm, "No, you might best best just get a new blanket." Fuck me. Yeah. Living in Dublin, twenty nineteen, lads. Whoop whoop. So, we'll start off with Group A in the Champions League, which was a five 0 win for uh, PSG against Club Bruges. You know, fairly routine. Oh, really? That's nice. That is nice, isn't it? Mm. Uh, no one will win for them. And Club Bridge. Yes, indeed. Um, Real Madrid only won 1-0 away to Galatasaray. They, they've oh, been having... Oh, oh, I had started watching this match. Holy shit. I want me oh, let me write this down. <laughs> let me write this down. It was shit. <laughs> <laughs> How far in did you get? Oh, before six falling minutes. Six minutes. Ah, okay. six that's a minutes. Good, that's a new record. 300 full fucking seconds. That's incredible. That's impressive. Well done. There you 60 go. full fucking seconds. What a time yeah. to be alive. 60, I can't even multiply. You heard it here first, folks. Rachel's actually watched a Champions yeah. League game. Incredible. I, I will say one thing about this is that I am quite interested in this because Real have been having a very hard time of this Champions League. They have. They, they have, have indeed. Very hard time of a, of a league that they have traditionally dominated to Aced the point... even, yeah. Dominated to the point of near absurdity. Yeah. Um, it's kind of curious because it's kind of the opposite of what their seasons are normally where they're, they're, in the last few they've been quite average domestically. Yeah, no, it's, it's kind of like a scale between mm. like with La Liga on one hand and, and Champions League on the other. And yeah. Champions League on the other. So if you're doing well in La Liga, well, they're doing gack in the Champions mm. League. And if you're doing well... Vice versa, yeah. Vice versa, yeah. But, but even then, they've been flattering in, in Spain as well. Like they've been fairly flattered with the results they've had. So yeah, yeah. but they've not been playing well either way. Mm. But the thing is, is that <laughs> my, my commentary on this is obviously I watched the first few minutes and I text my mom saying, "Oh, I'm actually getting to watch the Champions League because I took the night off college." And um, 
<laughs> but I fell asleep and then she messaged me and she goes well this is a load of shite and that woke me up <laughs> and then I woke up and I was like oh it's still a load of shite like okay there was one goal at this point yes uh, but I tried I gen uh, I do I do trust <laughs> that you tried I know let her, let her finish let I her finish. tried as much as like right if anything happens in the next 30 seconds I won't just turn back over and go back to sleep <laughs> That's good. That's nice. Effort. And did anything happen? Nothing happened. Nothing happened. And that was the rest. Well, yeah, you had your chance, Real Madrid, and you blew it. So, Group B then. We'll start off with... uh, Real Madrid. You had your chance with Rachel, and you fucked it. You you blew it. You bottled it. Which is convenient, because Group B has Spurs beating uh, Red Star Belgrade 5-0 at home. Well, in all fairness, this is coming off the back of getting absolutely tonked by Bayern, Mm. and then losing 3-0 to... Uh, Brighton wasn't it? Yes, yes, you're right. In the Brighton. league, yeah. So and then to Aaron Connolly. To yes. Aaron Connolly, yeah. So yes, to Aaron Connolly. Irish hero Aaron Connolly. Who, who can't score against fucking Croatia, Switzerland, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. Yes, couldn't score against Georgia. Fuck, whatever. Yeah. Middle Eastern team, you're all piss off. Middle Eastern. <laughs> <laughs> it's further, it's further up than Eastern Europe. Carry on. <laughs> Any case. Yes. So. So like it's just. Yeah, I'm like Red Star. It's it's a bit of a much of a muchness because like Red Star, like they, I think they'd also acknowledge the fact like you have to come to Belgrade and get something off us. Yeah. So that's the way they look at it. We don't they don't care the way games. We're just gonna scalp you when you're over here. Yeah. You know. The only kind of real, uh, shall I say, good thing, but the only real note noteworthy thing of this was on BT Sport, they managed to get of their esteemed panel mm. of all people. They somehow managed to get. I don't know how their funding stretched as far. Let's get Neil Warnock <laughs> uh, to talk about Champions to League talk football. about Spurs v Red Star, and he then claimed that Red Star Belgrade had like part-time plumbers playing for them, despite the fact that they're the biggest team in Eastern Europe. Yes, they they, they, they have they, a Champions League to their name. Yeah, yeah. They've actually yeah they've won it. They have won it in the eight, they back in back in the seventies or eighties yeah. I think yeah. <laughs> Well, a, a, a previous iteration yeah, of Red Star Belgrade. Sorry, Cup or something. Yes, right, that's right. Yeah. yeah, but like that—that that was it. He's like, oh, they've got like part-time plumbers and shit like that playing for them. And people, like even the other panel are like, yeah. Of course, correct? you voted for Brexit. <laughs> 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 you, you can just everyone's like that explains a lot. You can just see the cane just coming from the opposite <laughs> side, just like yeah. the old man. fucking hook down. <laughs> They can't get round his gels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, we need a bigger hook. Did he, see, did he start doing the fucking Gallagher to the, to the camera? Oh, <laughs> man, yeah. Well, Gallagher would yeah. smash a fucking watermelon. Indeed. <laughs> um, the other game sense. in Group B then was uh, a 3-2 win for Bayern Munich against Olympiakos. Yeah. Um, Olymp- Olympiakos took the lead, shockingly, and then Lewandowski happened. Actually, not really when you consider how... Bayern have Bayern's problem is that they have no midfield. They put all, they have all playmakers in midfield. There's no one actually doing midfield Funnily things. Funnily enough, actually, like uh, I read an article there about Lewandowski, mm. who was stating that the main reason why he's become truly an elite level striker, yeah, is because he's become more providing for the rest of his teammates. Yeah, and um, I think the, the the article was from coaching the youth team play, from going from the only player. In history, more selfish than Robin. Yeah. <laughs> to, yeah, uh, to uh, coaching youth team players in his spare time. Mm. Oh. This is how Lewandowski has 
That's, that's a nice character arc. Uh, back on you. Yeah, yeah back on That's a nice okay. character arc. Yeah, I like that. It's, it's horribly. I did not watch this match, so I have nothing to add to this. Yes. Not much to say. Most people didn't. <laughs> Indeed. Group C then um, had Shakhtar Donetsk draw two all with Dinamo Zagreb. Um, for the uh, we don't want to qualify for the round of sixteen match. Yeah, apparently, absolutely. Um, yeah, okay. Conor Planka, remember him? He's now Shakhtar. No. Yeah, no, right. I was a baller player. We were supposed to sign him, and we fucked it up. Right. Yeah, uh, and the match that was only only noticeable by the fact that the players didn't break out RPGs and fire them any time. <laughs> Maybe for the away tie, they might do that. You know, we'll be in Croatia. I've been a more of an away thing. Yeah, it is a more of an away thing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, Man City then smashed Atalanta 5-1 in a result I was absolutely not expecting because Atalanta are all attack and no defence. I mean, how, how on earth did he shell like fucking five goals to the English champions? Crazy notion. Although, it was notable for Raheem Sterling hat-trick and Phil Foden getting sent off with the two minutes he was on the pitch. Yes, that is classic. He did actually make his mark. Yes, on the other player. This is a cry. <laughs> this is a cry for help. Okay, this is what's happening here. He's not getting game time. He's he's probably got daddy issues with Pep. Just just let him play. Ah. Let him fucking play and stop going like, oh yeah, he is three hundred worth three hundred million pounds. Then fucking play him. Don't play him for ten minutes in a fucking dead rubber. Yes. Uh you know, give him some game time. And no, he didn't. He just, no. he bent out and just mercilessly creamed another player. Like, I mean, um, we all criticise kind of the scale of European refing. Yeah. Um, I don't he, think there's any he, even though here. Even yeah. though not a single English ref makes it to any international tournament mm. ever. I wonder why, Graeme <laughs> You know, I know yeah. people are like, oh yeah, but English, European refing is so much shorter. No, they're not. They just know the rules. And yes. Force them. Um, so yeah, Foden. I'm like, I don't care. Like, mm. Even in the dystopian twenty one forty nine future <laughs> blood sport level of football, yes, Foden's tackle was a fucking red card. <laughs> <laughs> when, when football does break down into Mad Max eventually, well, yeah. that's still gonna be at least a yellow card. Oh, isn't it's it? yeah. fucking, it's at least a different sport. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, like he he bent out the cream to go and two minutes. Well, he was two minutes on. The pitch, yeah, and he just decided, oh yeah, I didn't do my warm up properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeet and they just fucking yeah. yeet get her lit boy yeah yeet maybe uh, he, maybe he like huffed a lot of nitrous oxide didn't think he was going to come on yeah he'd huffed a lot of nitrous oxide and then Pep's like Phil get uh, come on get go warm up he's like oh shit <laughs> I got 10 minutes before this kicks in and I'm hired in a fucking hippie on the third day of an open air festival <laughs> <laughs> I gotta think a way out of this Oh man, I gotta get set off. <laughs> you cunt. Maybe he like sets himself a challenge to try and do get get. He's like he's like a wrestler on a packed car. He has to get all his shit in three minutes and then he's gone. Yeah, he's done. Yeah. yeah, it's Royal Rumble style. In all fairness, yeah. he went so far through that player that he almost picked up more legs than he did minutes on the pitch. I mean, that is a good ratio to have. That is, you know, that's the Gary Medell ratio. I think it's called. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were linked with him for so many years. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Where is he now, I wonder? Anyway, uh, Group D had Atletico Madrid beat Leverkusen 1-0. And would you believe I watched this match? Because I was in the pub for it. And it was shit. Of course it, it was is. a pretty shit match. Um, Leverkusen has a lot of those kind of like players that you know and would like, but not very cohesive up front. Atletico Madrid has players you know and you don't like and are very cohesive up, and are not very cohesive well, up Well, the one thing about the Hold city... <coughs> Oh. Hello? I might have slept through this one. <laughs> okay, I, I will count that. I will count that. <laughs> yeah, so. right Wait, with that. Yeah, I'll Our Dynamo was, was Zagreb, is that? No, Leverkusen. 
Leverkusen, yeah. Are they black and red? They are black and red, yeah. Oh, I definitely slept through this one. Okay, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Put Z, Z, Z on that. There we go. That's good. So we got two uh, so far. Yeah, no, like... The thing it was about a it pretty is, bad match. A Simeone team will always play. Mm. They're always on the same hymn sheet. Yeah. Because they've got to go into the back of their heads. It's Maybe weird. to the back of their son's head, their yeah. firstborn heads. Yeah, I think so. Because that's yeah. how I think he gets that team to work the way they do. It's weird, but it's it... fucking terrible to watch. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand how you were in the left. Is Trippier on that team? Trippier was a starting. Yeah, he's yeah, a, he's, he's, a, he's a first choice right back now. After the after the Champions League games, he's now first choice. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. I did. Uh, I slept through this. Yeah, and the, the gas thing is like this is like because Atletico Madrid have got rid of all their like their deadwood. So Godin is gone, Miranda is gone, all the old like one front is gone. The whole like the back three are all different. They signed that uh, fucking shit hot Joe Joe Felix, and he's on the bench for one hundred and thirty million. Here's the thing, right? I don't. Th- I get the feeling Simeone doesn't like that kid because in this game. He's because he can't play centre-back. More specifically because he was playing Morata and Costa as the strikers here in this game. Yeah. And it's so, so disjointed. So it's bastard, so yeah. clumsy. So bastard and bastardo. Yes, basically. I, I, in my lucid dreaming of hearing the commentary obviously going on, mm. <laughs> Trippier, Morata and Costa were the on the up. same team. And I was like... Together at last. I was like, what kind of nightmare fuel is this? And then I muted it. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. And nothing happened, so yeah. I don't think I missed anything anyway. You actually didn't, to be fair, because like, the goal was very late my on. My mum was gonna. <laughs> she was like, "This kid was a load of shite too." <laughs> um. We really picked it. We really stole. We're stole. I did. I did. Yeah, you're like, "Mom, stop waking me up." Yeah. Um. And then. You're not helping. Yeah. No, it was just. Uh, and then she's like, "How's your uh, college assignment going?" And I was like, "Oh, that's like, definitely something." I oh be doing yeah, shit. I yeah. didn't go in for it. <laughs> I was asleep. <laughs> I was asleep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, this match was shit, according yeah. to my math. No, it was. It was. Uh, I would agree with her. She. She knows her football because yeah, my math rating is shit. Yes. <clears throat> Should could do with a cup of tea. The plus. <laughs> Zero wooden spoons out of five. Yeah. <laughs> Back actually, just get the one. Cross the back of the head. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, in the other game in Group D then was Juventus beating Locomotive 2-1. Pavel Dybala with a brace in two minutes. That was it. Locomotive yeah, were Locomo- leading for most yeah, of it. Yeah, they were like leading for a while, weren't they? Yeah, they were leading for the first half. And then Dybala happened and that was it. Sorry, ball wins again. Yeah, yeah he just woke up and he was like, hang on. Oh, football. That's what it was. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now I remember. So moving on to Wednesday night then, we had Group B, which was the uh, 4-1 win for Liverpool against Genk. Um Bit of a flat, kind of a flattering result. Genk have a very, like, really raw young team. Like, these are the players you will hear about in, like, two or three years' time because they've been, they're the academy that gave, like, the likes of De Bruyne and Benteke their careers. No way. Yeah, so De Bruyne came from there, um, and various others, like, most of the Belgian, like, national team came from Genk, actually. It's either Genk or Anderlecht over there. Um, and they've got a decent enough team. Um, wasn't Hazard Hazard didn't come from there no he came from Lille Lille, Lille yeah. yeah all the Hazards came in from the French I, no, I, no, I vividly remember yeah. that because we were going to sign him that's right yeah and then we didn't because we couldn't justify the outlay for a player who was ripping it up in the French Lille, yeah and then we signed Chirinho yeah great then, super yeah great um, this game notable for Oxley chamberlain being absolutely fucking brilliant 
And I, this, I saw his second goal. Oh my god! God damn! Jesus Christ! Like that is like if I if you needed me to describe a goal by Oxley Chamberlain, that would be the goal. With the of that would be the goal because that's what I want him to be every single time. I want him to be able to go in and yeet the ball. Whenever he he's didn't on. play at the weekend then after that, did he? No, he didn't, no. I think he's um he will probably play he against us. Him to do. Yeah, I I, I, I definitely was, yeah. In our numerous conversations <clears> they were like, oh no, we need Ox down the middle for this. Wall breaker. You just need a wall yeah. breaker. Like so just so, something in the midfield. We were having this conversation in the last podcast. Our midfield is very samey. But when the likes of like, like Lana does those crive turns, but sometimes you really do need someone who does crive turns. Mm. Overlaps, one twos, that's what you want. Ox will kick the door down. That's what he's there for. He'll go and send midfield and run. Maybe that's why doesn't fit in that much with your midfield. He's, she, too, yeah. he's too much of an outright creator. He's Even too much of a creator like, and he's he's more designed for wide areas. Even though he's got yeah. legs that look like they were constructed by Mattel. But I think like he is he is grand as a backup. When he, if you need Shakira, you can deploy him when something's not his working. Fucking calf muscles. Yeah, he's just fucking hell. Yeah, it's huge. That is a man who does not skip leg yeah. day. And the guy says he's he's still on the treatment <laughs> table for his calves. Fucking tell <laughs> It's you incredible. Man. It's it's mad. Funny um, enough, actually, Jack Greenish. You've seen the size of that motherfucker's calf. Yeah. that's just his socks, though. Yeah, he just wears his socks really low. Yeah, yeah is that kind of thing yeah. where he just yeah. yeah, yeah. He doesn't wear shin pads. Shin pads. Yeah. Jack Greenish. Yeah. Or if he does have shin pads, they're small ones on like on the bottom base of the shin. Yeah. But they're, they're like just bare enough because like there are rules you have to wear. You them. have to yeah. wear them, yeah, yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, no, great. It was a great result for us, obviously. Um, Genk almost got a scare. So I think they they got a goal in, but they had won this allowed for VAR before we scored. Uh, and then obviously Ox happens. Actually, sorry, I remember this wrong. Ox scored two minutes in. Solid Ox goal again. Um, and then, up to that point, then we were kind of cruising in the second half. Kind of mm-hmm. same. It's been the same kind of match we've had the last few weeks. Just slow starting, nice and easy, not rushing things. And then in the second half, kill, 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 kill. Mm-hmm. You know, which is actually not a bad tactic overall. Yeah, but it's really annoying got, when you're like, watching it. If you squad that are playing in, like, how many competitions, if you're going to take it easy for 45 minutes, knowing you yes. can throw on the afterburners, then go for it. Yeah, exactly. There is that kind of assurance that we will still win. There's a winning mentality there. It's just like when you're not used to the winning mentality and you're used to like people just like just going just running everywhere and trying to score as many as you can. It's a bit of a culture shock. But we've we were the same last no, wait, year. Lester, well. Lester got you covered. Exactly. Now. Outstanding, okay, great character. Um fun game this. Salzburg two, Napoli three. And lads, I'll have to say Napoli got away with this one. Um sure. because of insignia, isn't it? Yeah, well Merton scored the first goal. Um Salzburg had I think two goals disallowed. Um Holland should have been on the hat trick. We only scored two. Unit. Unit. Um, scored a penalty. I think there was a goal ruled oh, off for offside. Oh, now I get the references <clears throat> in our group chat. Yes. 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 Hallan, he's one of those unfortunate people that no matter how much, no matter what angle or how much he's photographed, he always looks like he's got Down syndrome. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, it's it's a it's. I think it's, it's the kind of got that real happy kind of <laughs> kind of look in his mouth, yeah. and you're like, oh no. But he's, he's not a pick the better fucking fo- like he's always on the Guardian kind of yeah uh, cast yes and every single photo they pick of him is just galling and I'm like oh my fucking god I think that's because he has like a weird like he has high temples as well so he don't that, I, think, yeah. I think his lips curve really weirdly around his teeth okay like if they don't fit like, <laughs> his jaw was constructed for somebody else <laughs> and then that face was given away and they're like, oh fuck, we got the spare jaw. So you think he's like a fucking face? just whacking into this poor Dutch kid. So you think, <laughs> he, do you think he's like a, like a, like a rendering error or something? Oh, the, yeah, like the mouth came much. out from the lips. You know when, oh, I don't know, 
Fuck, here's another, here's a little bit of a YouTube poll. Somebody took Resident Evil 2 to remake. Mm. And what they do is they've, there's actually like, a, for facial movements, yes. there's a percentage rating. Mm. People have like cranked that up to like 500%. So that people, when they talk, their jaws go off their fucking... <laughs> so it's like, so it's like, if you take every facial movement you make when you talk yeah. or eat and exaggerate. or do anything yeah. and exaggerate by 500% <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> unfortunately I think that, that he is somebody with his facial rendering mm. set a wee bit too high yeah, a little bit that makes him look like he's somebody who's got his mental acuity set a wee bit too high <laughs> well he did and it's not it was sparse anybody like no of course it, it no he's a genuinely uh, like he's, he's a brilliant really, player actually. he's really he's, breaking yeah. through and he's really making a but my God, like any image, any any image right companies are they're, they're just looking at him and going, we can't sell this. <laughs> we just can't sell this. Oh man, this yeah. guy, no, like just, <laughs> no, like I, I, mean, I, I, I can't see him doing Livy for men. We can we can only just about get Suarez. A diversity hire? Yeah, not even a diversity <laughs> one. Like we can only just about get Suarez over the line. Yeah, and he looked like a feral rat. Oh Tevez, <laughs> Tevez, now Tevez, with oh the my black, God. with the steroid acne on him. Yeah. Uh, or Ribery, Ribery with the with the mark with the scarring. Ah, he well, he didn't do that to himself. No, that's true. That's true. well, like I said, it wasn't genetic. Like don't get me wrong; he's one ugly motherfucker, even without the scar. Yeah, that's true. Although in FIFA twenty, he looks fucking wonderful because that's not Frank Ribery that this guy did. <laughs> <laughs> they got his fucking non non utilized Mexican. They're probably just seeing the Scandinavian and shaved his head. I'm too fair to the the one that did for Pez. I can't help it if I'm gorgeous. <laughs> um, you'd miss him after all I miss you? him so yeah. much Group I F I really do want him back Group F I, I don't would know. take him back if he's going in January I'd, I'd say I would him. so take him back I, although especially we are, since Laka and Edward are, are, are like, contract. we are viciously in the minority on that but I would so take it's him a sentimental boy no, isn't it's it it's not no. sentimental nope pure nope. sexual oh okay sexual fair enough yeah okay. pure sexual and the fact that we will have by the January window we will probably have Tierney and Bellerin mm. whooping in crosses like covering fire on a beachhead assault <laughs> <laughs> and what you need is a gorgeous uh, six foot ball, yeah. plus man who can just control a ball in the air like he can, like he can control, control my heart yes <laughs> <laughs> he can control my loins <laughs> and they are frothing <laughs> Moving on before we're flooded here. Group F. Um, Inter Milan beaten... No, no, no. I managed to somehow survive for four days on a life raft having watched Rachel personally witness a hat-trick from the man. That's true, yeah. So mm-hmm. that was good. That was a proper, like, Atlantis moment. By the end, I was, yeah. like, spearing Arsenal fan TV survivors <laughs> <laughs> off the raft and eating their revenge. Sorry, DT. You <laughs> just got a harpoon through the eyeball. Yeah, fan. <laughs> so... Yeah, blood. blood. So, this uh, Group F is still quite fun. Inter beating Dortmund 2-0. Inter looking like they're going to go through over Dor- or for Dortmund at the moment. Yeah, still which, is, tight, which is quite bizarre. Conte, it's Conte in Inter, Yes, it? yeah. It's Conte's Conte. got Inter somewhat back on whatever rails they managed to majestically sail off of so unbelievably. Mm-hmm. Um, That'd be crazy over to do that. Fucking like, garbage fire. Yeah. They were dumpster fire. Yeah, starting to get the earth there. And then yeah. they got Conte in and Conte's like... 
Nah, here, lads. Isn't Lukaku doing like bits for them? Yeah, Lukaku and uh, Latoura Martinez is their kind of strike force. So they kind of it's got Alexis like, as well, don't they? Yeah, Alexis. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he grinds. Oh, yeah, yeah, he he's out for like six months or something like that. Grind yeah. there. But um, yeah, no, it's just, it's totally crazy. Like Conte's managed to get Inter back. Now they're nowhere near the force that they were. No, quite a number of years ago. But um, like they're beating the likes of Dortmund. I'm mean, like. I think to be honest with you, I said that that says less about Dortmund. Yeah, it actually does. does. Yeah, in fairness, yeah. like Dortmund. Uh, every every story I hear, one mm. every story I hear, every second story I hear, they're fucking shit. Yeah. And the other story I hear is that they're brilliant. Yeah, they're back. They're better than what they were on it's, the top. Dor- I lo- yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I love Dortmund. Rockin'. I absolutely love Dortmund as a club, and I love the way they play. It's always a kind of frustrating thing where like this is a team that should be doing better, but I think it's just the way they are. They're inherently like a a, a team of moxie. You know, they got they they always got like talent to burn, but there's no game management. There's but no can't take can't take A little bit, yeah. Like yeah. like the actual idea of Dortmund is so much better than the reality sometimes. But the Dortmund team are still objectively they're just objectively a good team, but they just don't reflect that sometimes when they're playing. You know, whereas like sometimes like a team like Inter yeah. are able to cover the cracks, but like Inter have got Godin on their team and all that. Like they've they've got a serious outfit this year. You know, but they got serious fucking investment. Yeah, exactly. But, but they're, then again, they're, they're doing well. Sort of well. dead wood in that team. Like. Yeah. Although they'll get rid of it. Don't worry. Conte will just scream at them until his hair falls off. Yeah. Um, Barcelona got a scare from Slavia Prague. Yeah. I can't believe I would have said that. Messi scored early on. Prague equalized in the second half. And it wasn't for an own goal seven minutes later. Barca would have been dropping points to uh, the Wimp boys of this group. Yeah. Yeah. Pity, but uh, it didn't happen. No, it's again, mm. much the same way like Real are on the dip. Yeah. Barca aren't exactly picking up the slack either. No. They just know they just perform in the, sorry, in the Liga. Yes. They don't just perform slightly better than Real and yeah. they're good. And when you've got Messi on your team, that's not that difficult. No, it is not. Like the guy literally, if he, even if he turns up at 30 seconds in a match. Mm he'll do it and yeah that's just when you've got that kind of not even once in a generation and i genuinely genuinely don't think we will ever see a player as good as him i like, would i would agree with that yeah. long, i will go to my grave yeah yeah and i will still say no nah, never yeah. saw a player that good indeed he's gonna be a great he's gonna be a terrible manager though when he gets relegated for something in the 2030 yeah when he takes over doncaster yeah <laughs> <laughs> doncaster messies oh, i love it can't wait for it um group g then fucking mental group this is still Red Bull Leipzig sorry <coughs> excuse me uh, sugary uh, Rock Shandy, Club Rock disgustingly flavoured sugary energy yeah. uh, R- Rascals Foodopolis Pale Ale Leipzig um, <laughs> give us free stuff yeah give us a sponsor us um, <laughs> winning against Zeta St. Petersburg 2-1 um, haven't watched the match myself but I have seen the winning goal uh, Marcel Sabitzer right so he gets the, uh, he's out on the I say like on the kind of the on the angled part of the, uh, of, the of the box right on the outside Ball's cleared out by the Senate uh, defence, hits it on the volley, and with the way the camera angle is, and it looks so fucking glorious, the angle, the camera's per position the perfect way to see this ball go right straight. Yeah, like right behind it, so it goes parallel to the goal. So it looks like it's as you're just going like away from the camera, but it's going like spinning towards the goal. Mm. And but the way it is, but the way that, like the he just hits it with so much fizz. It looks like it's going so slowly as well. Yeah. It's a weird like optical illusion, but the goal is fucking beautiful. Like reminds it's, me it's an a tough call between him and Ox for the for reminds the goal me an awful lot of an Aaron Ramsey goal where he just stunned the ball into the net. Yeah. But it's the ball comes to him, he has to kind of contort his body weirdly mm. and then he just clips it with his left foot. 
but the ball's it's going quicker and rising as it hits the net. Yeah. It's not spinning. It's not spinning. The ball's no, it's just, just actually it's going completely dead, still. Yeah. It's dead, but it's going quicker, and you're just sitting there going, "What trick of <laughs> physics is this? <laughs> Witchcraft! Burn him! Celebrate gold! It's brilliant! Yes, I love you, Aaron. Never leave ever. But burn him! <laughs> <laughs> and what happened, Neil? We let him, him go for free instead yes. of burning him, and that was your first mistake. You should have burnt. You should have burned him at the stake. So probably would have been better off had we actually burnt him. At the and you probably would have got more money out of it from the bone marrow. So you know, yeah, sold him off for like scrap metal or something. Anyway, um, so the other game in that group then was a two-one win for uh, Benfica against Leon. Um, well done, Benfica. Well, no, well, well not. Well, well not. Well, well, not well done, Benfica. Well done to Antonio Anthony Lopez, the Leon goalkeeper, for doing I believe what's called in the business a Loris, and trying to play from the back and passing it straight to Pizzi for the winning goal. Well done, five Fabian. minutes from time, literally just playing from the back, played it right to the Benfica striker who just like went, thanks, bam, got it into the goal, no problem. Terrible, 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 terrible. And like I said, that could cost them. They could they could go to the Champions League off that because any of these four teams could finish bottom. Like, it's so tight, like, the group. It's fun. Uh, we've got my second team in Champions League. Yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. I think Love that's it. your as well, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, group H then had Ajax uh, lose 1-0 to Chelsea. I watched this match. Um, it was not very good, unfortunately. Um, I was expecting more from Ajax, to be honest. Uh, everyone would against Frank Lampard's Chelsea with all the youth players mm. and... Youth... Like well, well, no the Champions League experienced players playing. Absolutely. But like we said in the last podcast, mm. uh, Pulisic kind of came to form in this. and Yeah, he came on with Batshuayi and the two of them had a really good chemistry, which is kind of odd. But like Pulisic was just able to dribble. He was able to find space. Kind of in, like in the Burnley game where Burnley gave them space. Like Pulisic made space in this game and played in Batshuayi for the winning goal. No, I never said it. I didn't say that like Pulisic bad player no no I'm just saying like Burnley but, um, like stepped off him but also in the, but in this game like this is not the Ajax that we we were talking we, we would be talking about even one year ago mm. you know that that, true, that, yeah. that Ajax mm. has been gutted yes that Ajax yeah I, I can see where you're coming that from that Ajax yeah. smokes this Chelsea team mm. Frank Lampard Chelsea Frank Lampard Chelsea yeah yes that uh, that that Ajax team beats FLC Hands down, mm. every single time. Yeah, I would agree with you on that because what I found with the Ajax team it was actually missing De Jong. That's the, the it was missing his soul. It was it, nothing left. It was missing. It was missing it that has been like asset stripped. Yeah, like the finest third world country. Ajax, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the blood diamond of the Champions League. It pretty much yeah. is. Like it's the fucking. It's the rare metal. Yeah, it's the lithium. Sourcing. I don't even think Ajax fans think that they're gonna get anywhere in this championship. I uh, to be honest, if if any of them did, mm. I would ask them, "What are you on, and can I have some?" <laughs> <laughs> or at the very least, I would be asking them for their dealer's number. Yeah, because they are getting the grade A shit. Good, good. good they're good, getting yeah. the they're getting the high CBD count box. High THC count as well. High CBD would be the quite opposite. The kind of stuff you'd cut with a dunce card, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Yeah. The kind of weed that's so potent you could snort it with a dunce card. I think it's a nine out of ten on the Bennett scale. (laughs) (laughs) And I did intend it to the Mikey Graves scale. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And a point to anyone who understands what the fuck we're talking about. Um, Last game to talk about them was Lille won, Valencia won. They were leading. Valencia were leading in the second half. Uh, they lost the man to Diakabe, deciding to basically kung fu kick one of the Leo players. Everybody was kung fu fighting! Ha! 
And then Jonathan McConey scored, <laughs> equalised with the last kick of the game. All right, cost the points. So there you go. Europa League time. We'll rattle through this fairly quickly. Um, Celtic beat Lazio 2-1. Fair fucking place run. Yes. In what my man describes as a very good match. I say it was because they have a lot of thuggish uh, fucking crowd. In well, the- uh, Lazio marched through Glasgow doing Nazi salutes. Mm. Um, Which can be misconstrued as racist and discriminatory, of course. You know. Well, it would be where they're not Lazio fans who openly decided it as, yeah, we hate blacks mm-hmm. and Jews. Yeah. So it's definitely racist. Oh, I think, I, <laughs> I think it's, it's almost certainly racist. And but then, you UEFA say, look, oh, it's oh, well, no, 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 like, that's okay, we hate prods. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But then they counter... <laughs> the mutual hate of other people, yeah. they came together and had a good football game. Yeah. Celtic but fans then countered with a big banner unfurling, and it was a picture of Mussolini when he was shot and hanged. <laughs> and the caption on it to the Lazio fans was, follow your leader. <laughs> well, my mother mentioned none of this. Yeah. And then also they had a secondary. The one, the two in the one-two punch of this was basically a giant black and white banner that went most of the width mm. stand, which was Lazio Vaffanculo, which is Italian for Lazio. You dickhead, arseholes, dickheads, fuckheads. It's, a, it's bad. Go up to an Italian and say vaffanculo and he will attack you. Yes. Yeah. So it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing, no. So uh, fair play to Celtic fans for one up. Although to be all fairness, they've been quite well drilled thanks to the sectarianism that they've been brewing up in Scotland yeah. for mm. quite a It's like a good race. racist broth, isn't it? Yeah. It's, our, it's a good racist training ground. Yeah. You know? Sorry, no, it's just, I understand that as Irish people we should kind of give some sort of grace to Celtic, but I, no. I, no, no. I don't. No. I think both the old firm clubs, Rangers included, yes, absolutely. they stoked the sectarianism between the two clubs. They capitalised on it, they profited, yeah. Quite successfully to profit quite a lot on it. Yeah, exactly. And Fuck them. So, Group F then has uh, Arsenal winning 3-2 against Victoria de Camarage. Yes! Uh, Victoria, who had never scored in the Europa League before yes. the other night. And mm-hmm. was very funny considering that the guy who scored against you was, was an ex from Spurs player. Yes. <laughs> Edwards. Marcus Edwards. Yeah, um, I was listening to the commentary on this on my way home from college. and I was In, in between the bashing our head into our phone. I was in, like, fell form, like... Just on the back of having to go to college. So it was a like, Thursday. You know, uh, Thursday, usual. college, it's the end of term. I'm no sleep. Shattered. Yeah. No, well, sleep, you know, interrupted by Kieran Trippier, etc. Uh, <laughs> nightmares. Um, but like, listening to this, it was like, we had actually said like, oh, Thursday night, at mm-hmm. least we're going, like after Sheffield had like bet us, like very, mm-hmm. very well and truly bet us on the Monday. Like, we were like, oh, at least we play good football on Thursdays. Yeah. Because we're actually fielding a decent back four. And we did. Which we includes had. Mustafi in that. We, that's the thing. Mustafi plays very well when he's alongside another centre-back who actually has a head correctly positioned on <laughs> his shoulders. <laughs> and a brainstem that's actually connected to the rest of his body. You could say that, but then Vittoria scored... And then they scored. 
Yes. Yes. And then yeah. we equalise straight away with Martinelli doing what Martinelli seems to do best, which is score from a headed cross or heading in a cross from Tierney. Mm. And uh, we're then on. Tierney didn't exactly paint himself in too much glorious colours. No. For the second goal. No. no. He got that. Three times on the way to the goal. Um, Roughly, yeah. Yeah, like it was not. You stop counting at the halfway mark. He was not the best for this. Their second goal. No. In fairness, I feel like he should have had someone helping him. But also, when you're like when you're a professional football at the a footballer playing for Arsenal, you should not have to need help against someone from Victoria. The, the, uh, what is the cup winners like the, the runners up of the Portuguese cup that's how they got in didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Like come on. But when you're being Mid- singularly table Portuguese when you're team. being singularly smoked like if a guy plays a one two around you there's literally nothing you can do about that. Mm. That is not what happened. No. Yeah. So he in was the singularly end, just smoked. Yeah. And in the well, end like, he had the assist which cancelled out his mistake for That's goal. true. Now in, in, in the end Pepe probably, helps out there. That's probably the most he can help. Pepe However can- so my mom Pepe um, kept the form. Like I said, my mom watching was watching football, was giving me updates of the Celtic match, and then she was like, "Oh, this match is getting a bit dead at the minute. I'm gonna switch over to the Arsenal match." Just as Pepe came on, and she's like, "Oh, he's a good fast player." So she messaged me and she said, "Wonder what Pepe's gonna do here after coming on," and I was like, "Probably nothing," because I was in foul form, and then straight away, like he gets the. The, the, or not straight away but like mm. well, as soon as he scored the first goal from the free yeah. kick she was like haha nothing eh then we, like two minutes later we get a free kick again <laughs> and she was like will he do the same thing again and I was like no he's not going to be stupid enough to try the same thing again and he didn't he uh, crossed it into uh, holding no 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 the no 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 the first free kick he top in it yeah no the first free kick he crossed it into the bottom corner of the far right he got it over. Everybody thought he was going to cross it in. Yeah, I mean, it went all the way through. It, and it went all the way goal, through yeah. and bounced through. Yeah. And then the sec, his second goal... He actually meant it. He top in the fire. Yeah. yeah, no, but there was one in between. He got three free kicks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He scored so, yeah, yeah. from the first, from the second. Oh, yeah, Holden had a fucking, like, free header from, like, four yards. And he managed to miss. And then I was like, haha, typical Arsenal. Yeah. And then, like, I was just in such bad form. I was expecting this to be a two-all draw with yeah. Victoria at this stage. Like, I was mm. like, fuck this for a load of fucking gee bags like yeah. this is ridiculous and then Pepe scored and I was like this is the best thing in the world ah! both of Pepe, Pepe me, 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 memes yeah uh, a lot of those goals by the way had to do with Gwendozi who won the free kicks yeah driving forward mm. who knew you could get something by getting the ball and running towards the opposition's goal that's mixed crazy down and um, so as, he, te- as, he, as we all know that didn't translate into Sunday's game. Like everyone was like, "That's too advanced. We need to sit back and see the way you move the ball towards the opposition's goal. Don't do that." Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Um. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, they were both definite free kicks. They weren't easy <coughs> yeah. ones. He he ran forward with the ball, looked to pass it, and wound up getting side down. Yeah. Um. What we would call agricultural tackles. <laughs> that was um, a ecumenical tackle. But fuck me, like. Pepe can take a free kick and and corners and from the fucking the Palace game fuck like this guy's a great on the dead ball like I don't want to believe it we signed this shit hot speedy winger as a winger yeah exactly and we've got this unbelievable dead ball specialist Mm. now so for some fucking weird reason who knows I'm not looking to gift horse in the middle but not it's something that you haven't had in years use it use it and if I see Jacka standing over another free kick 
I'm going to put my foot through the fucking television. <laughs> and you your first vote. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I will post a fuck. I don't know how we'll do it on Spotify, but I'll get a, I'll get a picture. Actually, we'll have it as a fucking caption picture. <laughs> we'll have the it as a gift. Caption, yeah. It'll be a fucking, my fucking size 10 foot through a fucking plasma screen uh, with me going. It'll be worth it for the views. Um, fuck. The views on Spotify. The views but, uh, on yeah, Spotify. Just, like, follow, subscribe, and thank uh, you. The second goal was just like they were two sublime free kicks yeah. and also when you were saying that like he, the second one he meant it I generally think he meant the first one. Oh yeah no I agree mm. I agree yeah um but yeah like just to leave it on a positive that, note yeah uh, no no not necessarily positive um <laughs> let's not go that far from the fact no right, like fine. it was kind of a case of like look this is what Arsenal can do if we actually attack let's mm. use this on Sunday and then it didn't happen yeah we thought yes. moving in a aggressive manner towards your opponent's ball. Uh, opponent's goal would you know reap dividends but it ended up being a bad evening bad bad, bad evening. evening uh group g had uh fc porto held by rangers at porto that's a pretty big deal in my book because again we mentioned that the lots uh, of bullets getting sent in the post there <laughs> not even that <laughs> but i generally didn't give rangers a chance in this group but he they are fucking holding their own they're doing exceptionally well in this group take the points off fienard yeah won a win a fienard fucking held points at porto they could fucking qualify like they could they could get somewhere with this who knows um group k then we're jumping all the way down to uh wolves group um, they went to Slava Bratislava on Thursday and won two one. Wow! Good result. And they didn't get caught up in a hostel. No, they did not. And they actually came back and like did pretty decent in the Sunday game afterwards with wow. Newcastle. Fair play to them. They yeah. went through, got, got through the Bratislava gauntlet. Yes, the Bratislavans, which know. is where the films hostel are filmed. Yeah. Yes, yes, we got it. <laughs> you, can, you can tell you can tell French it's just lost on my grade A material if you continue on <laughs> alright fine um, speaking of grade A material um, Man United beat Partizan Belgrade 1-0 away from home with a Martial penalty I don't know how they scored a penalty but you know listen we won't look at gift horse in the mouth maybe there's no goalkeeper Manchester United were given a penalty I've never heard the like of this please explain more well, Daniel funny James you should... fell over and it was uh, given as a penalty. Well, funny Even you should he mention that, Neil. 40 yards from the goal. Yes. Mm. Funny you should mention that. In fact, that. actually, he fell over in the tunnel. Neil, shut up. He's got to do a stat attack. He, he fell over yes. in the tunnel. In the tunnel. On the way into the game. I honestly think that James... Right, in the 60th minute, I'm going to... I'll deal with that. <laughs> and so I, I would like to think that even if you sneeze near Dan James he would actually fall over and like you know break his neck or something or explode pretend explode into yeah. like 14 yeah. different bits yeah let's hope so because he's mm-hmm. a little twat so <clears throat> funny you should mention about penalties Neil because it's time for the stat attack Yes, we try our best here. As smooth as Egyptian whiskey. Yes. So, uh, again, if you're uninitiated, I've I collected five stat hacks from reputable sources, and uh, I'm going to quiz you on them right now. So you get right. And again, I've never won one of these. No, you never know. Today might be a lucky day. It won't be. It won't I, be. I, no, I'm no, the no chance. Of quiz absolutely game. no chance. Yeah. So, question number one: Kylian Mbappe has played only 115 minutes of football for PSG since the end of the international break. 
How many goals has he scored? Four. Four. Both going for four? Yeah. Holy shit. It's the wrong answer. <laughs> it's six. Oh. He's got a hat-trick against Club Bruges when he came on as a sub. Oh, yeah. And then two, in the, one in a cup, in a cup game for 4A for PSG <coughs> and then two in the league game. So basically in three games, six goals. In Fair play. Under 20 minutes. Yeah. Almost as good as my record, but whatever. Yeah, well, fine. Just showing, what else? This is showing off now at this stage. Um, question number two. Which team has been awarded the most penalties so far in the Premier League this season? Oh, it has to be Man U. So far this season. So far this season. Ooh. It has to be Man U. Is the correct answer. Yes. Yeah. They've been awarded how five? many? Five. You want to say five? Four. Six. Oh! They've been awarded six penalties. That's more games than we've played. No, it's not. Yeah. And they've missed four of them. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's a yeah, Fuck. yeah. I know, terrible. That is. That's like worse than random chance. Yeah, if you were to blindfold a player, <laughs> then just run up and kick a ball. Yeah, that, it's like they would have Alex a fire. Ferguson must be as fucking red as the shirt. Oh, if he was actually in a grave, if he was dead in a grave, we could wrap him in copper I, wire. I think he's and currently use him as an alternative source of power. Yeah, I think he's currently put himself <laughs> in the grave because. <laughs> Just miserable. Alongside his racehorses. Indeed. So, we're one piece at the moment. Um, question number three. Oh. Christian Pulisic has become the fifth Chelsea player to do this. What is it? Oh, uh, be an American footballer in the Premier League. Is it score a perfect hat-trick? You're American player for Chelsea? Yeah. Perfect hat-trick? Yeah. Is the right answer. The other players in that list was Gianluca Vialli, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, Didier Drogba... Uh, yes, exactly. I did. No, yeah. not probably, but it was Yeah, exactly. And Tor Andre Flo, I believe, as well. Uh, question number four there. So, Neil, you're leading 2 1. No pressure now. You actually have to come back now. Don't worry, you'll get a bar assisted penalty, don't worry. Yeah, you're right. it always works. <laughs> it. It'll bounce it out. <laughs> Into the ISS. Mm. <laughs> so, as you all know, Lesser Sam 1. Carrot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe it's called Carrot, isn't it? That's the term now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Leicester won 9 0 this weekend against Southampton, as all of you know, uh, with Isaac Perez and Jamie Vardy scoring hat tricks. Mm-hmm. The last time this happened, Jam- Jermaine Pennant and Robert Perez scored hat tricks for Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Which team did they face? This is in the Premier League now, just to be clear. The last time. Oh, fuck, I was going to go for Middlesbrough as well. You're both going to go for Middlesbrough? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the wrong answer. Oh, what the fuck? It's Southampton. The other red and white team. May 2003. I thought the other red and white team was stuck. No, no, we wouldn't have ever done that. That it was no. we hammered. Jeez, I, 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 I did. No, we like like beat New York like that. I did jizz the me pants. In Middlesbrough, yeah. we bet like seven one. Yes, and that's what I was thinking. Mm. Well, unfortunately, it's not the case. But Neil, you're still even going into this last question. We could get a draw here. You never know. Which footballer became <laughs> the first ever to score for both Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid in the Champions League? Happened this match day. Uh, so he's played for both teams, both teams, and scored in the Champions League for them. Yeah, you understand what that means? Mm-hmm. We're just thinking. Yeah, and I'm filling the air, that's all. Um, um, God damn it, why didn't I stay awake for this? 
Oh yes, uh, only yeah, I can see ZZZ's here for the Leverkusen game, and six minutes for the Real Madrid game. So you missed both counts here. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you and your narcolepsy. Who wants to take first bite the cherry? This like this could level me. Yeah. Only, there's only one name ringing around my head and I know it's wrong. Do spit it out? Yeah, Godan. Diego Godan. Yeah. Okay. I think it's wrong. It's, it's literally the only name that I can think of. Mm. I've fried now. Rachel? I had too much to drink. I need to stop drinking when I do these. We all need to stop <laughs> drinking I need another these. drink. <clears throat> can me. <laughs> Uh, Reyes I'm going to say Reyes Jose Antonio Reyes yeah. You're both wrong I'm afraid Yeah I knew like, yeah, fucking So he that. scored This match day Against Leverkusen It Happy was the days. winning goal Happy days indeed For nobody Well for Neil Because you got it right In the end But the correct answer was Alvaro Morata Oh fuck When did he play for Real Oh he did He play was for a Real Madrid Academy graduate He fucking did play for Real <laughs> He played in the Champions League Then signed for did. Chelsea And went to Atletico Madrid so he's the first ever player in history to score for both Madrid teams in Europe. Ugh, fucking hell. Yeah, how about that? So, that leads us nicely on to then... VAR Wars. Var Wars, who lordy, Var Wars, fucking Var, Var, good God, Var. So, where do we fucking start with them? Um, two very busy match days yeah. from match day nine. We'll start off with them. Uh, for in terms of the teams that actually earned something from Var, Man United got a uh, a goal given by Var. It was querying the uh, foul by Origi, which obviously wasn't a foul because Martin Atkinson is co-opted. Uh, which is, you know, wasn't nice at all. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that goal was given. That's a point to Man United. Mm-hmm. The second team to to be um, to get anything from the VAR overlords is Spurs, because their goal, their Deli Ali goal, was checked by VAR for potential handball and was given. Oh yeah, you're not doing with pen- severely obvious penalties. No, I have Denied. to go by actual things that have happened. I can't go by codes. I now granted, if it was the case, you would have like obviously the likes of Arsenal and like someone else would have got more points. But they have to be things that have been VAR approved or disapproved, unfortunately, as is the terms of this competition. Because we had two massively obvious penalties, mm. somehow not given by VAR. Yeah, unfortunately so. We have no idea why. <sighs> Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, the other teams then to suffer from VAR uh, in match day nine was Burnley. They had a goal disallowed. Uh, it was the equaliser against Leicester. And Chris Wood apparently... Played footsie with Johnny Evans, and that was a foul apparently yeah. under the rules, which yeah. is a shame. Not allowed, not allowed. No, not allowed footy at all. With, uh, yeah. footy against Evans. No, no need for that. <laughs> Liverpool um, now fallen victim to VAR for the first time, and it was the goal, the Sadio Mane goal given this uh, for handball. Yeah. Uh, for again having weird octopus games with Victor Lindelof. Um, Aston Villa then had a goal disallowed as well uh, against uh, Vol- I think it was Wolves, isn't it? I can't remember. Uh, basically, it was Hurricane with the opening goal that was disallowed for uh, offside, I believe. Yeah. And then Wolves were the biggest loser in match day uh, nine. They had two goals disallowed against Southampton. 
Uh, both were Jimenez's. <laughs> he didn't end up scoring in the end, unfortunately. But uh, he scored a penalty, actually, now that I remember. But anyway, Wolves, uh, minus two for match day nine. Yeah, but they were both actually <coughs> felt like... like they were genuine. Yeah, yeah, they were actual good calls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, match day ten, then. Would you believe we had the same amount of winners and losers from Far Wars this time? Perfect just quality. People. Just different people. Well, actually, not this case for Man United's. <laughs> because they got two go- two penalties from VAR. And fucked both and of them. fucked both of them, indeed. Uh, Crystal Palace also got a VAR call, to their credit, which was the uh, overturning of the Zaha dive into a penalty against Arsenal. So that's a point to them. Uh, Man City also had a point to their name as well, I believe. Well, on, so Crystal Palace should have a penalty given to them and the goal disallowed against them. Yes, in the... Uh, I don't think that was ruled out for VAR, though. I think that was actually... Well, that was a ref call. No, the, no chambers, the Chambers one was far. Ah, no, I have that down as a minus one for you guys. Oh, right. Oh, yes. that's, not, that's not a plus for No, Not a Palace. plus for Palace, no, that's it's a, a minus, minus one. Plus. Yes, yes. Yeah. Right. sorry, okay. sorry. Uh, so yeah, Man City had their, I think their um, first goal was uh, VAR approved. I think it was checking for offside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was fine. Arsenal, as it was mentioned there, the Chambers goal was, or the Socrates goal was uh, ruled off for a foul uh, by Chambers. Somehow managed. Somehow, to, I don't know where somehow it is. managed to fail yeah. three players all at once. Yes. While being fouled. Yes. And getting the ball away to Lacazette. In a perfect pass. Mm. Yeah. No, definitely his fault. Um, well. Yep. Uh, I believe who else? Serves him right for being a right back. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Chelsea also were had a minus one for in there. For being our most consistently good player in the last few matches. Yeah. Gets rewarded with VAR. Yes. That's a shame, being isn't a it? Being a cunt. Yeah. In both, in both of them, like in the goal, in the penalty against them, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough, but like, knockdown to that. Well, I feel your pain, I feel your pain. Uh, Chelsea also had a minus one this weekend as well, I believe they had an offside decision. Uh, Southampton had the Ryan Burchard red card, actually the first uh, VAR red card um, of the season, would you believe? Yeah, well deserved. Well deserved though. <laughs> well deserved. We also had Brighton. If anything, he should be taken around the back and shot. He <laughs> could be, but that wasn't seen by VAR. So we don't know. Ah, it's a different, it was a different game. It was a, it was a mess of time, of times and all that, yeah. Uh, Brighton had a minus one and a plus one on the match day. They had a goal disallowed and got a penalty given. Uh, so in that game, that was pretty fun. But current standings are, uh, starting from the bottom, Villa, Brighton and Wolves are all on minus two. They're the biggest losers of VAR so far. Uh, all on minus one, Liverpool, Southampton, Leicester, Chelsea, Burnley and Arsenal. Yeah. Um, still a couple of teams unaffected uh, by VAR so far, namely like the likes of Watford, too boring for VAR, I presume. Norwich, Who? too nice for VAR. Imagine being a VAR official at those matches. Yeah, five grand for this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, City go up now. They are Switch back to zero. Yeah, and <laughs> we have now two leaders of VAR wars. Pass on two points. Man United on three. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. All from the last two weeks, do you believe? Yeah. What a time to be alive for, because Ollie's at the wheel of VAR itself, apparently. He's actually at, he's in, not at the wheel, he's in the VAR cabinet. Exactly. <laughs> and we will quickly on then to the P45 crew. So, only two to tell you about um, since we last left you. Um, 
The Sunderland manager, Jack Ross, was sacked after a run of seven winless games. By Felicia. By Felicia, yeah. Uh, look forward to that next uh, season of uh, the Netflix documentary. That was pretty fun. Um, the la- their last result was a 2-0 loss to Lincoln City. So they get a point. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Reading then sacked their manager, Jose Gomez, after poor run of form, leaving them third from bottom in the championship. Oh. Funny enough, replaced by the managing di- the sporting director of Reading. Oh. Yeah, so he basically hired himself to be the... Uh, like, like, that's literally I could do a better job than him ah fuck to it in fairness the guy is like 15 years in coaching so he might actually do it better than him <laughs> it might turn out um, but the last game was a 1-0 loss against Bristol City so they get a point we still have a, a clutch of teams I won't mention them out but we have a ton of teams on one point still no one currently the P45 crew well, yet I don't, I don't know like uh, after this recording it could be I'll check my phone Crystal Palace Oh, well, well, that would be a... Was that a good evening or a bad evening for you guys? At the minute, good evening. Yeah, I'd imagine so would be a good evening. I think good everyone celebrated that, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think it's like the most like united Arsenal fans have been in a while. It's actually bringing you guys together, I think. Yeah. All the adversity from your own team. Maybe that's the whole point of Emery. Yeah, maybe it is. To make all of our evenings good in our hatred of him. Yeah, it's like a weird like opposite of cult of personality. Yeah, yeah it's like, weird. hate me. Everyone hate me. Yeah. Like, uh, hate me. Yeah, it actually works. Yeah. It, it runs with his team, yeah. So, uh, moving to the on then, to our favourite segment and yours, The Hand of Cod. Hand Woo! of Cod. This fella Ronaldo is a cod. I don't care what he's got. I thought he, yeah. he was fucking dreadful. Lord Lydon, he's the guy who ran away and left his wife for a young one. So, uh. We have some humdingers for you today, ladies and gentlemen. Who would like to go first? Bar. <laughs> Neil, you have the floor. Fuck Take it away. Fuck, Fuck VAR. VAR. Literally everything <laughs> everything that they've brought VAR in... Sorry, everything they said that when they brought VAR in to do what do, it's done, if anything, the opposite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been, meant to eliminate human error and it increases it twofold. Exactly, by adding an extra layer of human error... Like a shit onion. <laughs> uh, can I just point out, I didn't say this in the last podcast, but mm. I've seen tweets from people who are in the stadium and how frustrating it is that a minute after you scored a goal mm. for the ref to be signalling that there's a VAR review going on, nothing was projected up on the screens yeah. for the fans. So the fans were still celebrating and they're like, oh, why are we delayed? Is there a substitution happening? Oh, what's it? Because obviously there was nothing in the Callum Chambers foul, mm. I have in air quotes, uh, need to run to the store to buy more of them. Uh, yeah, like the they had no idea why the goal would be disallowed or why it would be under review. Mm. So, th- I think that's one of the things that should be 
like I know it's been touted a lot, but in rugby, where you've got the TM, TMO, the TV match official, yes, who will relay across the TV screen. So if you're watching at home, you can hear them deliberating. Yeah, on, just they, they're mic'd up. Was that a forward pass? Was that was your man's foot in touch when mm. he took the ball? All of these things. That's like so people at home are getting the feedback yeah. as to what they're checking, but it also comes up on the TV. Yeah. I've been at matches, um, rugby matches in Ireland, like kind of. Leinster and Connacht, mm. kind of the interprovisional matches, where the TV match official, there'll at least be some sort of phrase up on the screen, like, you know, in touch. Yeah. You know, that's what'll come up, and then you see if they're, like, you're watching the replays, and you're also looking to see if their mm. foot goes into yeah. touch. And fair enough, if his foot goes into touch, then yeah, the try mm. doesn't stand, and it's clear, and it's fine, and everyone's engaged. It's the same, the same as well in NFL and NHL, mm. in yeah. America. <laughs> refs are mic'd up and like when in uh, NFL in particular when there's a flag so the refs because the impacts and the collisions and the matches yeah. are so fucking vicious yeah. the refs can't actually be there because they're not armoured yeah exactly yeah. They're, on they, the, they're on the touchline if, yeah. if they were armoured even if they were if they were armoured they wouldn't be able to do their jobs and if they were in there and they weren't armoured They'd be literally like in, they just in a they're just in, as the way this, the game is played they're just in the way yeah yeah, yeah. it's not like in football we have you you're able to like go it's, somewhere it's not fluid it's not fluid anyway, yeah, yeah it's play by play so they throw flags onto the pitch mm. yeah so when there's a flag big yellow sign flag comes up mm. play gets made the refs all deliberate and then the head ref the guy on the pitch comes up and he's mic'd up to the stadium mic mm. goes pass or interference. Number ten, offensive team. Then the penalty is like five yard penalty. Yeah. First down. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. Nobody's in any ambiguity about what the fuck has gone on. Now you can debate the decision all you want. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact is, you know, when the decision was made, how it was made, why it was made, who yeah. the infringing player was. Yeah. They say number ten. Yeah, and it's the same in same in tennis. Yeah. Like. You know, if someone can call uh, the question like they a can, challenge, the challenge, yeah, yeah. Sorry, like and they'd be like, yeah, I call a challenge, mm. and like it comes up on the screen and it comes up on the screen mm. at home, and like you know, was the ball in or out? You know, yeah. that sort of thing. And when you're engaged and you're like aware of what's going on, it's a lot more palatable when the decision yeah. goes against you. Yeah, and I think because you can lot, see the reasoning for it. Yeah. Yeah. Where is if they had shown those replays of like I don't the stadium would like if right, for example, if Callum Chambers had shoved your man off mm. and everyone sees that in the replay and everyone's like, Oh for fuck's sake and all of the anger would be directed at Callum for mm. like, making that fell yeah. and ruin and it would be clear to the ref, yes, okay, this is the right call. Like, you know, mm, to, yeah. disallowing this goal is the right call when you hear all the groans from the crowd. Yeah. Whereas, or the silence of the crowd, if it, as it may be. Whereas, if it's a clearly wrong decision being shown on the TV screen by the crowd, like they're gonna react saying, "Oh my God, look, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing happening there." We should get a penalty. And if like, anything. I, <laughs> yeah. like it's just, yeah, no, it's yeah. The way VAR is implemented, I like I have said previous times before, like VAR is a good idea if acted out properly. It is not being acted out properly. No, definitely not. In fact, yeah. actually, funnily enough, the best analogy I've ever heard of for VAR was somebody wrote an article about how video refs are done in cricket. 
Now, mm. if you've ever seen how marginal calls are yeah. done in cricket, they actually have a, like a fucking decibel meter. Yeah, they do, yeah. Out to see if the ball even skims the bat. The wicked, yeah. And they show you like a fucking spectrograph yeah. of the sound. And then as the ball comes up and then as it passes the bat, mm. and if there's a spike, they're like, oh, well, I hit his bat. And He's out. I don't mind, but even the start against that in case it hits off like a, a, a like a shield or something like, like a, that. Like yeah. a shin pad or something yeah. like that. And they could be literally like, they, if you need a fucking spectrograph to figure out if mm. the ball has hit his bat, I don't really think it has. Yeah. Because you're talking like microns yeah. of fucking distribution. Yeah. But that's how far they can go with it. But that's the thing. Yeah. And you could say, may say going into that level of detail is with so anal that only a cricket fan go there but the thing is, is that the reason why it's tolerated on incredibly soft calls like that because it's always right yeah yeah. yeah. there's no human error there you can dispute alright then he's only off because the sound barrier mm. or the, the, the sound <laughs> waves have compressed in a weird manner yeah. to make the ball skim off his yeah, back they're trying to find the wicked they actually found accidentally found a ghost that's it you know, like, <laughs> if the ball had slipped into a black hole you'd be like oh, he's out yeah <laughs> uh, but that's my point like, yeah. but it's tolerated on those soft calls because it's always right there's yeah. no human error you can dispute it but you can't go that didn't touch his back it did. We have the actual sound yes. on a spectrograph of the ball skimming the bat. No, no, it wasn't the that, no. spike in the graph, motherfucker. No, sorry, that was that was me farting. But sorry. this is my <laughs> this is my point. Like, yeah. You know, if you're going if you're going to do use the technology like that, it needs to be always right. I and like I said before this, as well. I feel like they've purposely done it bad. So yeah, they get yeah. rid of it. This is my. This is also another thing. The only way I can really explain. Yeah why VAR has been implemented in this way is so that people can learn well it doesn't work it's funny because I was having the the same kind of thoughts it's just listening to you there fail, yeah you know? like it's it's definitely doing the fail I think like after all the kind of like every different competition seems to have their own flavour of VAR like the the men's World Cup in Russia had their form of VAR which I no, think was like I think it's, you know, it's, it's the same in that like the Premier League has mm. its referees and then we go to European competitions and you go oh these what prefer proper referees do mm-hmm. yeah well, that's, what, that's what I was going to say we, we, we no English referee goes to Europe yeah like the the TVs in the stand where the referee has one made one decision yeah. and VAR has said no hold on have a look at that again yeah, yeah. but the referee can go and have a look at a TV screen and mm. say oh fuck yeah I made a mistake there or, yeah. Yeah. or sure uh, what the fuck he's clearly being fouled by three players you cunt yeah, yeah. And like, see, like this tree like even from the Women's World Cup where I think VAR kind of took more centre stage than the actual referees the VAR was making the, where he's making yeah, calls yeah. left right and centre that's like uh, like a bias towards VAR too much in the Champions League it's kind of like I would call it I guess a happy medium where at least the referee can see what's happening but uh, the like purists of football would say, oh, it's too disruptive. There's like a two or three minutes like for the referee to make a decision. But as I said, like you know, so long as the decision is right, fuck the time limit. Just stop the clock. Do what they do. Well, that communicate. That yes. two minutes could be filled. And rather than people going, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Yeah, and exactly. then being on the screen, the big words. Like I've been yeah. in the stadium where it's come up on the TV screen, mm. VAR review. And we're not seeing any replays. We're not seeing anything yeah. that indicates what is being reviewed. But it's to stop you. It's to stop fans from going. It's a goal. It's a goal. Like that's whatever. Like that's but a very. Not, that's a very doing that. It's a very superficial argument. Is what I'm saying. That's what that was their like their point of order about us. Like the, no, no, you can't do it. Like, clearly bullshit. It's really like, bullshit. And actually, that's what I was going to say. Down, like whatever about the emotion of the game. Mm. Like your team has just scored. 
whatever about a whole on it's gone to our review yeah like what is more disruptive to the atmosphere like if you see that your team has scored but then when you look at the replay you see they're offside and you're like ah oh, fuck yeah and that it's still a high tempo atmosphere yeah. of for fuck's sake we were so close look at the Whereas, City Spurs game last season but in the like, Champions when, League when you see it's VAR review and yeah. you have no idea that bafflement kills everything yeah it does it's confusion Yeah. if you're angry about a decision if you're like that atmosphere is still building mm. whereas if you don't have a clue what's going on yeah. then you're just baffled and that's what kills the atmosphere yeah definitely I was, I was, I was just about to make the point there of comparing like the different kind of types of VAR we've had I want to say that the Premier League VAR is by far the worst I've ever seen implemented it's terrible the, the VAR officials are awful it's not even that the VAR officials don't even seem to know the rules it's, it not, it's, it's not even that but it's the fact that like, there seems to be so much like unnecessary necessary cloak and dagger about the whole thing like it, there's deliberately a barrier between like but what the referees hear what VAR sees and what the people see yeah, but the, is the way I see the it the thing is that people could cope with VAR operating in the dark mm. if it made the right decision yeah it's not though but it's not making the right no, decision it is, a human, it is a human being making their opinion and trying to overrule another one and it's those two opinions clashing this is my point that's I what was, it is I was at the last 16 uh, match versus USA versus Spain in the mm. World Cup and there was um, a penalty given to uh, or it was a free kick yeah. given at some point through VAR and basically the play had stopped because the referee indicated like mm-hmm. oh there's been a VAR review it came up on the screen VAR review and like literally everyone was kind of like I was in a crowd full of Americans and yeah. like what's this for I remember that match it was actually the one that uh, I think it was Carly Lloyd dived in the box and it was very clearly a dive, yeah. but it was a like small amount of contact penalty. Yeah. Even though it's very clearly a dive, yeah, yeah. And again, it goes back to my argument of like, don't do frame by frame because you'll see that as you'll see contact and you say penalty. Yeah. Even though it's very clearly simulation. Contact, contact yeah. does not mean. And penalty. it's the same thing with chambers. It also doesn't mean like contact doesn't mean fell. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. It's completely ridiculous. It's so distortionary, and the fact is that I, as I said, I don't think anyone, at least on the on the English side doesn't know how to be responsible with VAR mm. because it is literally just like a per, a, a personal uh, a view of how that went. Well, no, it's just a referee. It, it it's, 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 it's the same referees it seems like making the same by, It seems like you're going by a rota. They're like, right, did the players, is there contact? Yes. It's mm. like a flow chart. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly is there, yeah, a, yeah. is there contact? No, don't give it. Is there contact? Yes. Give it. Yeah. There's no nuance, like, so, yeah. There's no what? like other like diamond decision. Yeah, so thing, like, which is like, is, is there contact? Is well, it intentional? Is con- is it intentional? Is contact sufficient? Is do you deem contact sufficient? Or, or is contact sufficient to have tripped the player up? Yeah. I was like, uh, yes. Like, no. Like the, like the penalty that that Dan James got in the in the Norwich game, like he showed he went into Godfrey and yeah. he bounced off, got the penalty. Like you can see that in real time, you can see that's how he fell. And yet, once you slow it down, you'll see contact. Oh, contact! Yes, penalty. A lot was being made of Arsenal's seven yellow cards for mm. do- for simulation in the last, like since Emery's taken over yeah. or something like that. And like, I genuinely like looking back at those yellow cards, like Saka being the most recent, mm. where there has been contact. Yeah. That has tripped them over, but they fall flamboyantly because it's exaggeration. It's yeah. exaggeration now. I don't agree with that to a point, but mm. then you see Dan James get away with it every week, and it's like, well, there's your standard. He hasn't been booked for simulation, even though. Mm. Like, Salah has stopped diving completely this season. 
I haven't seen him even try to dive this season because mm. he knows now. Well, Var like what, like Liverpool at least are one of the few teams who I think are actually trying to use Var to their advantage. Higher line, Var is an off free offside trap to them. Yeah. Don't dive if you're taken down. Go down. You'll be. You'll get your penalty because Var will give it. And we've been given. We've been statistically. We've been getting more penalties because VAR is there. But not even that they were, that the VAR has given us penalties. It's just the fact that, oh, we don't need to simulate. We don't need to exaggerate. If we're fouled, we're fouled. We'll go down and mm-hmm. we'll get the penalties. Like, it's even just a small, like, fucking small edge of the fact that the referee, if the referee sees the penalty, I'm going to give it because VAR will give it otherwise. It's just weird now. I see it now as a kind of a clash of egos between referees to make the right call. And that's just going to add to more and more fuck-ups further down the line. Yeah. Like, I'm seeing it now... Like you, I can even tell you up how many events we've been having with VAR. They're starting to get more and more over the season. And when you start going into areas like Christmas, where it's games back and forth, even on Boxing Day, um, because Stocky Park only has a certain amount of monitors, there's going to be one or two games that can't have VAR mm. because they don't have the infrastructure for it. So on Boxing Day, two t- and on New Year's Day, because they're all playing at the same time, last game of the season, two of those or three of those games won't get VAR. You know, and like, how do you decide then which ones are important? Do you just do you give it to the to the teams that are like in a title chase or that struggling? Doesn't that tie into the whole fucking decision if you've been using it? Yeah, exactly. Why use it when not everybody can use it? Mm. <laughs> There's at least three occasions in the in the yeah. year yeah. where two teams or whatever are going to lose out. Like, I, that I, as, not be as far as I know, they can only do a maximum of five games each time. So on Boxing Day, I think even I think maybe even half the league won't have VAR. I think the way they're working is like they could say like on a rota basically these teams won't get far this week and on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day even the they'll, they'll, they will yeah but then how does the end of the season play out you know it makes ridiculous. no sense ridiculous. it's so flawed it's so ridiculous. ridiculous anyway we can talk all night about VAR it's bollocks especially in the Premier League I'm going to talk about someone else who's bollocks because um, I encountered this a couple of weeks ago and I had to go trawling for the article because it was so stupid. <laughs> I want to talk about a journalist because um, I do love terrible journalism. And we use that term in the Loose broadest. Yes. <laughs> Looser than your mum. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Looser like, than your mum after four bottles of wine. Yeah. And his thing is like it's I'm not talking about trash like the, the scum or News of the World or fucking Daily Mail, anything like that. I'm talking about a specific journalist for the Manchester Evening News, a fellow called Stuart Brennan. Now, you'll get all these cars, uh, these guys uh, who are correspondents for football clubs. They are designed just to, to follow a certain club, give all the details, give the nitty-gritty for like fans. We have ours, James Pierce. we have Simon Doyle, uh, sorry, Simon Hughes, beg your pardon, Ian Doyle. We have a lot of them in the Liverpool Echo and now uh, with The Athletic. This fella is a complete and utter Manchester City mark. And I mean that in the strongest possible terms. And I will give you an example with his article, which is uh, adequately enough um, sport opinion on the Manchester Evening News. Again, journalist, but this is an opinion. The false Liverpool FC narrative that gives Man City hope in the title race. Okay. Right. Start, here's, here's his uh, subline. Man City are eight points behind as Jurgen Klopp's team surge on, to- on at the top. But has it really been a case of the Merseysiders crushing all before them? Now, no, uh, they've just won every game. <laughs> yeah, so this was done prior to the international break, during the international break, right? So I am just going to try and find some, uh, some. Uh, he's basically trying to pick holes and like try and basically cross-examine the Liverpool team, which is is in his right to do so. But his argument is very, very flawed. Um, 
he goes like a narrative seems to have grown up that this season they have been unstoppable. No one has said that. Nobody's been saying that. Well, We've all been saying not, well, shaky. What what gave it away? Their record. <laughs> no, but not that. It's the fact that so a football juggernaut that has simply crushed all in its path. Again, what gave it away? The fact that they've won every yeah. game. It is simply is not true, and the rea- in the reality of their perfect record lies the hope. Listen, <laughs> listen to the line. Listen to the line. The juggernaut is not true despite their perfect record. No, listen to the line. Right, a football juggernaut. Despite all himself. the facts. Yes. Despite the facts. They are not true. They are to not quote, true. To quote Brassai, there is no evidence to back it up, but it is scientific fact. fact. It simply is not true, In and in the reality of their perfect record lies the hope to which City and their fans are still clinging, and to much extent, this journalist. The Blues have only won five of their eight games, but there are victories that range from the utterly convincing to the solid. They arguably played at their best in the 2-2 draw with Tottenham and maybe the fact they did not win while playing so well is of most concern. But Liverpool have been far from convincing. In fact, they have been downright jammy at times. Jammy, the official term. And I've, and I've had just about everything going for them. Their record of not getting key players injured has carried on from last season. I was about to say that. You, you sent that to me. I was like... What the fuck was Alisson doing for the first two months of the season? Drumming his fucking beard? No, I was praying to God, yeah. yeah. He went on a mis- missionary yeah. to uh, Kenya, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, while City have had damaging long-term problems for Iron Mick Laporte, Leroy Sané and John Stones. But in the games themselves, Liverpool have had the rub of the green. And when you combine that with the undoubted firepower that they possess, it has added up to eight wins from eight. A closer look at their games reveals it has been far from the notion that they have crushed all in their path. The trend was set early, with Danny Ng missing a sitter from six yards in the dying moments of Liverpool's game at Southampton, which they won 2-1. That upsets me, because the inference there is that Danny Ings bottled it intentionally because he was a Liverpool player. No, it's a We th- sold him! We sold him to Southampton! The reason why we sold him is the fact that he misses sitters like that! Yes! <laughs> At Burnley, there were stalemates until Trent Alexander-Arnold's cross deflected oh, off there Chris Wood. There was stalemate There was stalemate. Liverpool looked great at Chelsea I mean, until the whole score. Like they led. Like it, was, it was a complete draw, even from the very first kick. Mm. And then last time out, Leicester looked like holding them at Anfield until the referee and VAR both interpreted Sadio penalty Main's dramatic plunge as a penalty. Of course, such things tend to even themselves out over a season, and no doubt Liverpool will have a bad patch, and City will get some good moments of good fortune. And therein lies the title race. That's the article. Yeah. Their, their, their moment of good fortune is being bankrolled by uh, an Abu Dhabi oil state. What an absolute fucking hack. An absolute hack. And I wouldn't mind, but he has a constant record of really shit articles like this that are literally just like... Here's one. Are you sure he's not like that fucking that Man U fan um, that does the YouTube videos, you know? Like Mark Goldbridge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Are you sure he's not in like a city variant of him? No, well, at least Pops Mark Goldbridge. Some fucking bubbles. <laughs> at least Goldbridge. Some fucking passion. He's got pink boots on his pink feet. Bill Jones, what are you doing? Oh at least, my God. At least he's a character. He's not real. This fucking hack is. Are you sure about that? Listen. How Otamendi has gone from best in the Premier League 
to Struggler. Ah, come on, like. And the subtitle is like, "White Man City Need Their Superman Back." You're like you're quoting like Brass Eye, like that sounds like something that would be written by like fucking I, Michael O'Hanrahan. <laughs> no, 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 it's twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand. No, 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 no. Well, Ultimately, is clearly Superman. <laughs> Unbelievable! It's exceptional. Like this like, is. That's a, are you sure he's not just doing like a long character arc and nobody has realised? No, nope, he is verified. <laughs> you know? He's even got the blue twig tick on Twitter. That yeah. doesn't matter. Oh, it does. No. Yeah, no, it means he's a real person. No, he doesn't actually. Does he not? No, no, because he they know he's a gimmick. Ah, he but yeah, he's mm. got his own YouTube channel. He does, yeah. Well, and there people, most people subscribe to it because they know he's a fucking. He's just taking the it absolute piss. piss. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But yeah. He is extracting the Michael in near record proportion. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, but they, the thing that like summarises for me when I saw this the first time was uh, Nuruddin um, replying to this going, this guy is so weird. <laughs> this is an Evertonian saying this. <laughs> like, come on, people. Like, terrible. Anyway, Rachel, oh my we've God. saved the best to last. I really haven't because midway through this, conversation of listening to you and Neil talk I've changed my mind about four times <laughs> so originally when you asked me what my card was my first choice was Emery but you said we couldn't use that because you used him well we don't have a ruling on it but I mean he could get it twice in a row but that's probably given to him. you would credit. have to make somewhat of a different argument than what Jonathan made last mm. time yeah, yeah different well, and Jonathan's argument last time was I just have a more he doesn't angry have a, argument he doesn't have a fucking breeze what he's doing yeah, which no, is still I the case say, I have the same argument um, <laughs> only more forceful uh, my other card then I immediately jumped to was Xhaka mm-hmm. um, just and I spoke about it in the a, a knee jerk reaction let's say um and then no, I, I think it'll take a work. I think the jacket argument kind of works out, particularly when you've contrasted that with how little operated in a match yeah. that was far more grueling mm. and yeah. had far more weight on it than the Palace match. So I'll come back to that. I might pick, but my other choices were just ACL L's in general. Um, <laughs> during the you week. ligament, yeah. Fuck oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also was going to put in the Manchester City. Uh, yes! Will I go yes. with that one? Oh, please. This is so fucking hilarious and tragic at the same time. Okay. Fucking well, I'll just it. throw in my two cents just to please remind do. people please do. to say uh, Xhaka acted like an absolute fucking cunt throwing the armband away as he slowly walked off the pitch while being substituted. Meanwhile, Arsenal's other captain, Kim Little, was the epitome of hard work. Nay, Arsenal's and... proper captain. Mm. Yes, the one true captain the of one Arsenal. One true captain. Um... Check out the last podcast for yeah, my uh, in-depth analysis yeah. of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, okay, well, my card then is going to be Man City. Um, this is something I was talking to about earlier. The whole and club? The yes, whole the whole club. club. Well, more specifically their PR department, I yeah. think it's fair to say. So Manchester City do a good thing where they run both the women's news and updates and the men's through the same account. Which, fair play. Similar to what uh, Arsenal do that, like, we've... We've eliminated referring to the Arsenal women's... As women. As women. As it's the just, ladies' team. It's just Arsenal. Like, They're only differentiated when, like... The, like oh, oh, like, there's two matches on this weekend. Yeah, this like, one is happening at Boreham Wood, and this one's happening Yeah, and I was like... like sorry, or Meadow, people, yeah. people don't yeah, get confused. Like, uh, why, is, why is Kim Little being substituted off against Palace? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That type of thing. Um, 
Yeah, like, uh, but so Manchester City have done some good PR things. They've made everything 50-50 in terms of uh, product advertisements for mm-hmm. men's and women's team, etc., etc. But what's one thing that Manchester City can't get is like a history. I'm sorry, no, it's a decent loud fan base at the Etihad. <laughs> and uh, they uh, decided this is that they're in their infinite resources of money. They said they were just going to pay people to turn up and create an atmosphere at matches. So they advertised on an influencers app, which is where Instagrammers and... What's it called? Tribe. 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 Um, like where like uh, famous Instagram celebrities <laughs> advertise, so you can pay for. That I live on a planet where that is actually a sentence. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. You can Indeed. pay these celebrities, air quotes. You seriously need to stock up on these. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> they, you the can fridge? pay them to come to your party. Uh, and like you know, live stream from your gas party. And like big it up, mm. whereas they've specifically asked for male influencers <laughs> to come to the Etihad and big up the crowd. It was male Mancunian influencers. They wanted the actual Manchester people, not Manchester City fans outright, just people from Manchester. Like That's or, how or it someone is who could world. do a decent Manchester accent. <laughs> just get Peter Kay in. All right then. Um, but yeah, because like the oh, the Champions League uh, is um, such an important thing for them. Mm. Yet their fan base only care about trophies. So since they haven't won a trophy in this, don't actually care about it. <laughs> I presume. Yeah. This is my this is my own. We, like, one can only assume. Well, the the manager is the only he it's the only thing he cares about is the Champions League trophy. Yeah, whereas I think Manchester City are just happy once they're better than Man United. I genuinely yeah. think that's the only thing they actually care about in the world. To be fair though, like that's a, that's the trouble with this Man City team is that they made winning trophies look so dull. Like these guys have done a domestic treble and like nobody cares. Like, yeah. They're the only team ever to win the league twice on goal difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tragic. But, yeah, like uh, so. Yeah, they had to. They are advertising people to come and support them, basically. And so they're the paying crowd. people to come support them. Yeah. They're trying to they're trying to get they're paying they're trying to pay somebody to be an influencer and to get the brand of Manchester City out and to say oh crazy nights at the Etihad against Dinamo Zagreb. They're paying you know, money to get their IG game strong. Essentially, yes. I mean, I wonder who they could buy to get that, but that's they're, they're crazy notions. <laughs> we don't think it's anyone. Megan I don't Rapido know if anyone knows. Probably the yeah. only Instagram yeah. footballer that I can think of. Yes, no IG strong. Well, I strong get Julie Ertin there to dab our way through the fucking thing. <laughs> Yeah, just to destroy the fucking stadium at the same time as well. <laughs> there goes East End. No, okay. But that's kind of thing. Like they've, they basically have recognised their weakness is that there's a shit atmosphere for Champions League games. I know what we'll do. Let's get Logan Paul into this. That there's our answer. There, that's what we need. Aww. He's too busy sitting in fucking hyperbaric chambers preparing for a poxy boxing match. Poxy boxing is that what it's called? Poxy boxing. Oh yeah. I, I literally call it poxy boxing. I didn't have the cod. Uh, <laughs> our choices are the Premier League VAR. Yeah, we went off on a tangent there. Well, tangent, that's going to have to be cut out. But, uh, Aww. Uh, we'll keep, I'll keep some of it. I'll keep some of it. Um, so we've got Premier League VAR, Stuart Brennan from the Manchester Evening News, or the Manchester City PR Department. Well, I can't vote for my own one. Indeed. And I won't vote for Stuart Brennan because I genuinely believe he's a character actor and nobody's copped on to it. You should check his I, I, gen- No, no, no. I just think he's very good at what he does. Okay. And that he has people hoodwinked. I just think he's talking absolute cod shit 
and he's a bollocks. Right. But I think it's an acting bollocks because like, I genuinely don't So you think, think he's like on the scale of Goldbridge, let's say? Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely, he's, he's more towards the gold rather than the bridge. bridge. Gotcha, okay, yeah. fair. So I'm going to go with the Man PR department. Ooh, okay. I have to go with Premier League VAR. Yeah, baby! Like, I'm not, more so because I'm genuinely not surprised that the PR department of Man City are thinking that's a good idea. Because I guarantee you there are like a whole lot of like middle management wankers who used to like own a, sh- own a Tesco and drove it into the ground and now it's a fucking Wetherspoons. And they're thinking, yes, kids, they like phones, don't they? Phones. People are on phones. Uh, Instagram, right? It's Instagram. My, my son's on Instagram. And he's talking... About, yes, they're uh, influencers. Yes, so let's get them what they in. want is like TikToks of like... TikToks, yeah. yeah. There's a TikToks things now, yeah. Get them on TikToks, yeah. TikToks. TikToks. TikTok. I know, I was taking the piss. Okay. <laughs> so you have yeah, one no, goal I each. guarantee there's like a team at Manchester City who are desperately trying to lure... Desperately trying to figure out how they can lure one of the Kardashians into the stadium. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Actually, no. The funny thing I'm is, think Stockholm syndrome kicks in. One of the one of their um their <laughs> famous fan, would you believe? Uh, and they kind of did this as a bit of a piss takey. It's one of the it's one of the gimps from Oasis. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. yeah. But the other one that is actually one of the. Have you ever seen like make the or the uh, hide the pain Harold the meme face? It's basically like it's like stock photo of like an old guy trying oh, to yeah. smile. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. He has this, the, the, it has this kind of like you know like really kind of like sad behind the, the white eyes. beard smiling. Yeah. And it, oh, it's like oh, it's, it's a stock photo that like people went to stock photo surfing and saw this guy and he has a whole. He's, secret. In, a, he's in a whole load of stock photos. Yeah. And he always has this really pained smile. Puppy eyes, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I think I vaguely know. It's like you know, it, you know, uh, Viagra meds. Yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> that kind of thing, right? But he's a Man City fan, right? Oh, so God. they had him playing like a little drum by himself in the Etihad. And I think that was like supposed to be like a really cutie, like tongue in cheek. Oh, we have no fans, la 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 la. And it's just like no, uh, every like, like all the Liverpool Reddit was going like, duh. You can, <laughs> you really don't. The fact that he is alone. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's not, that's not that's not taking the piss. That's fine. Let's get all of our celebrity. Oh no, we've run out of air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> and there's only so many people on Oasis. Yeah, exactly. That haven't been. And they don't even like each other. Yeah, they fucking hate each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you book one. Right, we give a fucking cover box each one of the bastards. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rachel, you're the deciding vote. Oh shit. Pierre department or? Oh or shit! Back? I'm oh, gonna go because I'm most annoyed with it. Um, Shaka. Um, oh. <laughs> um, oh, gotta go with fire. Yeah, that's fair. That, I think that's the correct result. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm completely on board with that. As we should all be all season, but uh, by all means, tune to VAR Wars where it's going to get really shit. Yeah, well, that's VAR pretty much eliminated now because we can't really go for it again mm. unless the Maybe argument we... somehow changes. Well, like I said, they have the panel meeting this week, so they yeah. might change it. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So we could, we could have VAR back next week yeah, for it's, being it's too gone. good. Yeah. VAR version 2. <laughs> Absolutely, it's yeah. gone through its yellow card honesty. Yeah. yeah. VAR, VAR, VAR Wars two. 2, The Phantom Menace, yeah. It'd be terrible. Uh, <laughs> Rachel, talk us about women's football. How's oh Jesus! Oh, we're still doing this. All right, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's got. It was very uh, tight at the top at the minute. At the minute, uh, we've got um, Arsenal after beating Man City, mm-hmm. and we've got Chelsea who bet West Ham this week. So Chelsea are still top. You watched this uh, Chelsea West Ham game, didn't you? I did, yeah, I watched most of it after I switched over. Um, mm. West Ham did all of the good play, and then every time they did something bad, Chelsea did the good play, and scored. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
was really, really frustrating. Like, I'm not a West Ham supporter, um, but I can, like, I'd imagine how annoying it would be to be, what like, they, some of the play they were doing was We're absolute... playing so well! Where are we shipping goals? <laughs> it was literally, like, the left-back, I don't know, I don't actually know the names of the players, mm. which is fairly bad for this commentary, but, um... There was like a one-two between the left back and the centre back, which set the left back off. Who did a one-two with, um, I think it was actually Lehman, mm. and got the ball back and crossed in this per- inch perfect cross, which somehow, uh, it wasn't Alicia Lehman. Lehman was out the wing. I can't. It might have actually have been Kiernan. I think it was Kiernan. Somehow directed behind her back into midfield. <laughs> That's 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 good playing. And from that, Chelsea broke and scored. <laughs> and it, it was just this intricate passing that was so good. Yeah. And then like G So Young got the ball and just absolutely like, G So Young has been kinda um really, really non existent for Chelsea and she's been getting a lot of stick for mm. not performing to her best ability. Yeah. And she actually broke down in tears after scoring the goal because it was a phenomenal goal and it broke her kinda duck, yeah. And um, yeah, it's really, really good. Mm. Um, I will say, Millie Bright gets away with murder. If Fire was in the women's game, she would have gotten a straight red. She line. had pen- She had a pen jam for that in the World Cup as well, because she also had like, a little cheeky elbow in her whenever it, she It was kind him. of like a thing where it's like, she's not fast enough to keep up with the likes of Lehman. Lehman yeah. is very, very quick forward. Um, so she'd let Lehman get the ball, and then Lehman would obviously check to, you know, oh, right, I've got the ball, go have a look around. And she would just clear her out from behind. Yeah. And then, like, the ref, like, women's football refs kind of let a lot more go than the men's. Oh, very much so, yeah. And very much so. It, like, so in Bright, the men's Bright is from the uh, Alan Shearer uh, school of... The Tony Pulis school, like, <laughs> school of <laughs> whack it out and, like, whack the player if you need to. Nah, mm. fucking, yeah, but Shearer used to get away from some serious hatchet jobs. Particularly when he was made England captain. Yes. Like, when he got made yes. England captain, he, he was basically off. made... He was basically fucking Teflon. Yeah. He, used to be, he was, like, shattering all his sockets and chilling that <laughs> people were, like, not um, even bothering him. ACL injuries were uh, in their forerunner theme, to be yes. my uh, card of the week because even though I'm not a Manchester City fan, I'm far from it. Mm. Aoife Mannion, who's a player I really highly rate, who hasn't played a competitive game for England, could so could still play for Ireland with a name like Aoife Mannion. On, I was about to say, with the, home, uh, on, with the most tan name of Aoife Mannion <laughs> <laughs> and the ginger hair and freckles to compound it. Um, <laughs> Uh, she's after doing her ACL, so she's mm. out for... The woman uh, couldn't be any more Irish if she actually was from Tiernanog. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you want to play in the Euros the next next year, you know who to come to. Yeah, in please. fairness, mm. she'd be handed the, handed the caps. But, yeah. um, no, like, Man City, uh, that's, they've been dealt a huge blow with her. They got rid of Jen Beatty, who signed for Arsenal over yeah. the summer, uh, to make room for Aoife Mannion. Aoife Mannion's dead on her ACL. Uh, Kira Walsh last week got straight red carded, and which is at a very very as like I said you get away with a lot in women's football. Yeah. Very very rare to get a straight red card. It one hundred percent is a straight red card. <laughs> Whereas the commentators are like, oh that could be a yellow. <laughs> <laughs> and then you look at it, it's like she proper murdered that woman. <laughs> My God, that woman has a family. <laughs> not only that, not only should she be sent off the pitch, she'd be actually handcuffed. <laughs> Taken into an interrogation room and asks, 
what the fuck were you thinking? Where were you at the time of 350? <laughs> like, it's not even a red card, it's a custodial sentence. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they missed her, like, and they did miss her. Like, I, I'm one of the kind of people who, because I suppose she get, she's an English player who mm. Phil Neville rates, I'm like, oh, she wasn't that great. Uh, but City genuinely did miss her because she's that kind of uh, midfield enforcer yeah. kind of Literally. just got is kind of that usually is kind of heralded as having that role as being sitting in front of the defence breaking up play and yeah, setting up being the shield the Fernandinho-esque yeah, yeah. but uh, Kira Walsh has been doing this job which allows just got to move a bit higher up mm. the pitch and be a bit more creative but uh, it just seemed like Nick Cushing yesterday with Arsenal like was like right our main objective is to mark Arsenal's best like, like passers of the ball and it's like hmm which one do you want to pick for that because <laughs> um, they can't mark Medina because that's quite literally impossible yeah it's like trying she to would, mark air like the yeah. thing that we were saying in last week's or last the last yeah. postcard which was Lacazette seems to have a knack of creating time yeah that mm. kind of extra half so he always seems to have more time than Mi- you think Miedema tends to create a ha- an extra half an hour where she yeah. can literally take the ball take a touch take three players out of yeah. it with another touch pick her spot and score yeah, yeah that's the thing I, I was uh, funny enough the, the player I always kind of write her alongside is one of my favourite Arsenal players which is Bergkamp Bergkamp yeah. I was you know and that's just the thing like, ha- not a 9 <coughs> not a 10 yeah just, just her own thing yeah that's the funny thing mm. the best description I ever heard of Bergkamp was um, Bergkamp always had this kind of a, 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 when you say what's a non-regoal like non-regoal is something like from an impossible angle or you just on the break. It gets it on the you break know, on the on an angle and just like big swoop wings and it in turn in yeah Bergkamp goal is one where you look at the goalkeeper and you think yeah man you could do that wavy arm thing all you want yeah this but is he's going just created space time and matter this is this is going <laughs> yeah. in you know like he, he like it he played almost irrespective of his opponents whatever they did mm. that was fine. <laughs> he was still scoring do it yes yeah. go for it wait for your arm um, they you give you notes yeah. gloves. during the week uh, Miedema hasn't been training she wasn't mm. training since last week's uh, Conti Cup game mm. versus mm. Charlton where she subbed herself off effectively yeah uh, 85 minutes gone and she just kind of signalled to Joe and she's like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm tired <laughs> I, I'm done yeah. you know I've scored you know four goals I, I've done like, my bit you know oh, like, she wasn't four goals but like she scored goals mm. she's like I'm, I'm ready to come off Um. But like one of the things I will say is that Joe tomorrow's small squad, mm. um, kind of mentality is very good because we've got a very 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 good small squad. Yeah. But I could see the players were absolutely knackered. It's a yeah. small squad. It's his tactic of having a small squad has benefits. It's got some serious limitations. Yeah. And we're going into Champions League football. That's the issue, yeah. yeah. That's like we're, okay, we're playing Salvia Prague um, this week in the Champions League. Um, he rested Joe Rude. Mm-hmm. She got 30 seconds. Uh, Leonie Meyer didn't play. So, like, we've got players that are rested. Look, you I'd can say Louise Quinn, I'd say she, she didn't get any minutes in this match mm. against Man City, but I'd say she could be brought in now like, for the mm. Champions League. So, like, it, Emma Mitch didn't get much time, so she's gonna like I'd imagine play on Thursday. Mm. So this is all great, you know. You know ideally, yeah, ideally. Um, but I could just see, like I said, mentioned earlier on, like Kim Little gave every single ounce of herself out on that pitch, and mm. she was wrecked by minute sixty. Yeah. And um, she, but she she wasn't subbed off, and she still created chances or whatever. Um, 
But I can see this taking a toll. The Champions League is going to take a toll on our squad. And I feel like we're not going to walk it like we did last year. I feel Chelsea started off kind of cagey. Chelsea have a solid start is the thing now. And yeah. like you said, they haven't been wholly convincing. But they can now build on that start. If you've got G so young, if yeah. she's scoring yeah. and she's getting yeah. on the ball and she's kind of broken that duck, like I said, yeah. she, yeah. The, the, it might... But then all the good little girls at Cuthbert there, they start like catching fire and Kirby and all yeah. them. But also... The, like they're, They've got wins without their yeah. strong players actually playing exactly, well exactly but yeah. Chelsea and City then they've squads they've got 20 yes yeah, yeah. yeah that's true too yeah. woman squad um, yeah. down the rest of the table um, City United have started well United yeah. started well yeah United have bet Everything's Reading well, they, yeah. uh, they bet Reading 2-0 mm. um, Reading going strong like for Reading they're not they're always going to be the perennial kind of mid-table team yeah they're, they're never going there. to win it um, but they've got the likes of Farrah Williams back scoring and assisting she's had a good start this season she's had a phenomenal start yeah she had a very tough personal time at when she was playing for Arsenal yeah. and I'm glad to see that she's back playing her best football same with us yeah, yeah. she's not she's not uh, playing for England which I think a lot of the English players are actually quite annoyed with because mm. she's playing probably some of the best football in the FAWSL at the minute <laughs> but it's probably because she doesn't have any commitments you know she's able to just kind no, of focus on her club football no, no, what I mean is she doesn't have to play for England, so that's not a concern. No. Well, she doesn't have to deal with Phil Neville. So yeah, like, exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, but yeah. Like, she doesn't play for like one of the bigger names, so like, yeah, she's play essentially in Phil she, Neville's she can, blind spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. good point, actually, yeah. Um, yeah, but Liverpool then... Uh, they, yeah, yeah, we are that fucked. Is, that is... Uh, you're I, I, I think we're outright fucked already. I mean, Jesus, we've... The teams we've lost against, as you said, the likes of Reading and Birmingham, Bristol... You know, I think you've actually lost to all the teams that are above us at the moment. Yeah. Bar actually, sorry, United. Yeah, United. There's like, there's nobody that's like below us in terms of quality. Even I think we are just a bang average team that's designed for the championship. I don't think like. But I, then I, I think we're just the lacking quality. Team last week in the County Cup, and you bet them four 0 So I do think there's going to be this kind of. Mm. If you, too, like, good you, the, too good for the too good for championship. We're in that fringe, yeah. yeah. I think so. I think. I like, think you're going to do a bounce back up. I think so too. I think just and that to, could be good if you get your youth players playing because you've got a good youth system. Well, I know that we have a, we have some young girls coming through like like and they and I think that because they're coming up in the Conti Cup more so in the in the WSL in WSL I think we're we're obliged to play our senior players even like but not based on quality as such but just because there's the senior players when we have the Conti Cup and we're allowed to experiment a bit I think we are better, but. Sure, we still lost to Sheffield United, which is a bit of an upset as well. Yeah. So I don't think, like, objectively, I think if we... It was kind of the argument I had the last time. We just have not kept up with the standards. Yeah. And considering that we won it, like, four years ago, we should be up there with you guys, hypothetically. But we made bad decisions in coaching. We made bad decisions with our funding. Um, it looks like we're getting on par now because the Nike deal is going to come in. Whatever we do with that money is entirely our own devices. Yeah. There's talks that we might have like a separate kit deal for the women's team and let them be self sufficient, which is a good idea. But when you I look, when you look at that initial yeah. investment as well, I, exactly, you need a kickstart. You need a like kickstart. You look at Manchester United and they are doing quite and Spurs well. as well. And, well yeah, yeah. and Spurs. Actually, our next match is against Spurs in the toilet bowl. Yes. Uh, and actually, great result for us as well. We will be having our Merseyside derby in at Anfield, yeah. which yes, is huge. Can we yeah. call the Spurs one uh, yeah. Flushing Meadows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm good with yeah. that. But I'm, I'm um, delighted to see the the Merseyside Derby is going to be in the outfit in outfield because yeah, that, it's it's worthy of it. Yeah, no, definitely. Mm. Uh, Chloe Kelly for Everton. Oh my God, like mm. she's an ex Arsenal 
academy graduate, which is, I can think you can say for the entire, like probably about 50% of the FAWSL as yeah. it is. Um, and she's really come good for Everton. Like I didn't put her in my fantasy football team because I was like, ah, oh, she's not going to continue this fantastic streak yeah. that she did. The fact that you thought that was reason enough for you to put her in. Yeah. Mm. That's why she double guessed herself, yeah. But like um, I said, Everton are a decent outfit too. No, like, Everton, yeah. and they're playing really decent football. Um, Spurs did well to win yesterday. Um, kind of surprised by it because they are down a couple of... They've already got... Yeah, they have a few finishes. injuries all the same now, don't they? Uh, Gemma Davison, ex-Arsenal player um, and Chelsea player. Mm. And now it's Spud. So like, she's really testing my uh, allegiance to her because uh, <laughs> she was absolutely phenomenal player mm. and has had four kids and is still playing top-notch football which like that is an unbelievable achievement in itself mm. but she's out injured and I was kind of like they're not going to have anything kind of creative going forward now there's not going to be that link between a pretty solid defense and a decent, decent attack. attack yeah there's no kind of midfield but no they did well the last day um mm. scoring they got they got a goal and they won and they kept a clean sheet so that was good mm. um yeah, the FAWSL has been extremely exciting. I think it's, it's yeah, I think it's going to be a fairly close league up to the end. It is going to be very, but very I, close. We're but as you said, you can see somebody dropping off. Whether it be City, I'd say Chelsea could could stick the pace based on the I, fact. I, I don't like to say it. I think Arsenal could drop off because I think that with our squad that, yeah. that like as much as I don't, I really really don't want it, and the fact like I really don't see us bottling things. Mm. I can just see it being too much for our small yeah, squad. Yeah, I can see yeah. the injuries absolutely decimating. If you get what it's it's same with that with the Arsenal men's squad sometimes. Like once you get one, you get you get like a rake of injuries the one time. Like, and everyone the season. was really really worried about Miedema because mm. she like she never doesn't want to play. So mm. when she subbed herself off or when she called for herself to be subbed, um, and she didn't train during the week in the lead up to the City match, and I think mm. that got got a lot mm. of City players kind of yes. I don't have to like, mark who, this fucking bitch. Who are we going to play in centre forward? Well, we've got our choice of. Like, we don't have one out and out centre forward, but we've got yeah. Mead who's banging in goals for fun. We've got Van der Donk who could probably play as a centre forward if we wanted her to. Mm-hmm. Sure, we could probably play Hulk as a centre forward because we've got a team as versatile as that. Mm. Um, like, yeah. we. We'll see our goals, but like I said, it's, it's, it's always the kind of thing I think. I've I ran the comments like the Christmas period whenever the the Champions League really starts ramping up, that's when you might see a drop off. Like one of those two would be sacrificed mm. by all accounts. Yeah. Um, and just on that, then like we've got an international break coming up, so um, the, the kind of form is going to be disrupted again. Yeah. We're, like this. You were starting from scratch again. Yeah. Mm. So like we've got Ireland are playing uh, away to the Ukraine. Yes, next. I think so. Yeah. And England are playing in a friendly against Germany, which is sold out. Wembley, mm, mm-hmm. which is nice to see. It is um, very nice to see. But yeah, go on the Germans. Uh, well, the Germans are in our division. Like, uh, well, maybe a good might be a good warm up for us then uh, when we play them next year. Yeah. Um, go on the Fraulein's. Yes. But yeah, no, uh, the women's football is cutting up, and if you're looking for people who get hacked out of it and don't dive around and flail around like they've been shot, check out the FA Player, and you can watch all of the FAWSL for free. Or if you with wanna, a decent stream, which is about one million times better than the RTE player. Or RTE. If you want to see someone do uh, trolls uh, better than Rory Delap, I will ask you to go to the next Ireland women's game because that was fucking ridiculous. Throwing it there. Megan Campbell has 
the best throw on any human I've ever seen, and that includes all the Olympus discus. I've really Olympus <laughs> discus. In fact, I'm fairly certain there's like fair. There's a fair number of like animals in the animal kingdom that she could <laughs> sling a ball better than you know. She could like, sling the animals. To be fair, like yeah, with the ball. It's a low ball. Is yeah. it? It's a low throw. Yeah, yeah, she can get a nice flat arc on them. Flat arc. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Think like, like skimming stones. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, just give her a slot and see what she can do. <laughs> <laughs> out of context sounds very weird yeah no I'll give her a slot and see what she can do <laughs> anyway we're going to wrap up this podcast oh folks we've got a troop of meerkats let's see <laughs> let's see what four we can have so what how how much can Megan Campbell throw elephant the answer is no um, meerkat yes meerkat yeah meerkat yes main cat that's mm, much so I'm going to end this on a blockbuster <gasps> And the blockbuster is uh, quite an oddball one to, uh, this week because we kind of have much to talk about with the whole VAR and Jack and all that. Like that yeah, that's... we have nothing to talk about. Nothing. nothing at all. So, I am going to ask you, who would you like to see promoted to the Premier League this season? And the reason I say that is because the Championship has been fucking mental this Leeds. season so far. Leeds. You said Leeds, right? Leeds, if only to shut up all the guys I play football with. <laughs> I'll tell you Actually, why. Actually, that might make them worse. Yeah. But at least then I'll have the brilliance of watching Bielsa, Arsenal yeah. fuck a 2-0 lead <laughs> up to Leeds. Yes. With Nketiah after signing on a permanent deal yeah. scoring mm, all really mm. much, yeah. That would be delicious. I'll tell you why. Here's the here's the Championship League table as it stands, right? You've got West Brom leading at the moment 27 points. I don't want to see them back. Slavin Bilic managing them now. Oh. Preston is second. Uh, Alex Neal manages them he got North there's a lot of Irish time. lads for them isn't there yeah pretty much anyone from Dundalk now plays from Preston uh, <laughs> Preston twinned with Louth yes <laughs> <laughs> Preston and Louth together at last actually Preston upon Louth actually sounds like a place in England. it does yeah. actually yeah, yeah. that's what we'll call them when they get promoted. Preston upon yes. Louth <laughs> yes. um, so you have three teams of 25 points which is Preston Leeds and Swansea all separated by goal difference no, I don't want to see Swansea back mm-hmm You've got two teams on 24 points. Which they is had their shot. Watford. Yeah. Sheffield Wednesday, who I believe is managed by Paul Lambert, and Bristol City, who are just objectively a, a fun team to watch in the, in the championship. Um, then you have two teams on 23 points, which is Fulham and QPR. Um, Scott Parker's Fulham, I'll just remind you there. Uh, then you have three teams on 22, which is Charlton, Nottingham Forest and Birmingham. And then 12th place is... see the Brummies back in it. I like Birmingham. Yeah. I put the Birmingham twice. I like that. Yeah. It's a good place. And the last team I'd arguably say is in contention is Brentford in 12th on 21 points. So you have 11, essentially 11 teams. Aren't Brentford in, like orange and wine? They're, no, they're red and white. Okay. Yeah, they're red and white. Um, <laughs> if you'd be happy to know, by the way, that we'll probably <laughs> see Stoke relegated. Who am I thinking of that are orange and wine? Luton. <laughs> and I call them the Sangria team. Mm. Or maybe 
maybe Hull. That could be like one of cities, uh, like the away kits. Yeah, the city, one of the city's away kits. Like they take to the field like a pack of mad daiquiris. And <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> here they come, the mad daiquiris. The mad daiquiris. I'm gonna say Watford. <laughs> That's the wrong answer. What Ford? I would, I would tr- truly love to see Leeds. I want to see back. Leeds back in it. Yeah, yeah mo- mo- mainly because I just want to see Marcelo Bielsa just do his thing, just see what happens. Like, could you imagine Man City versus Leeds, like next season, hypothetically, Pep and fucking Bielsa or Klopp and Bielsa, both trying to eat the face off each other, not because they hate each other, because they're madly in love. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, the, 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 you know, the makeup sex is just incredible. Yeah. Like, geez, like the one thing I will say about Bielsa is God love him. He God loves a trier. He is trying to make Paddy Bamford into a player, and it's just not working. It really isn't. And like people, when they see him being named in the team sheet, are like, like, what well, fuck's sake? Why isn't it in yeah. Because in it gets so done for him, and then scores. Scores more. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I remember actually reading something about that, and the people were saying it's like, oh, like Bielsa is ans- answered. Mm. Fuck, without an air quote. Sorry. Um, he's answered this, and he said that Bamford runs around and contributes a lot more to the team mm. that's what he wants whereas Nketi is basically just a poacher yeah which is what he needs but then <laughs> people were turning around and like yeah but the poacher's scoring goals goals win you games <laughs> do you not know how football works <laughs> Ips switch, Ips switch. Yeah, that's the thing, and the thing. Like, he, they played again, like quite recently, and mm. and Ketia didn't get a minute. And, yeah, you know, people people are talking obviously with the whole shit about the Arsenal men's team, mm. and uh, there nobody's certain whether or not there even is a recall clause in Ketia's. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, yeah, Ornstein has been going on about it, but he's basically stated that like. Arsenal's loan care system is literally second to none mm. in the entire league. They're just like there's apparently there's like one guy whose sole job at Arsenal is is to call up leads and going, Why aren't you playing this guy? Like Yeah. You know, like you literally kick the door down and do like, a PowerPoint presentation you know, on why we want for, <laughs> for a full This is hour, how to beat Arsenal. For a full hour. Like, yeah. you know, a full hour long, like you sent down your head guy. Mm. You know, the guy who doesn't get out of bed unless there's a fucking angle in it for himself. Yeah. You sent him all the way down to fucking London Colney to do a presentation for a lone player that you're only going to get for a season that Arsenal specifically told you you would never, ever be able to sign permanently. Mm. And you still went for it. Yeah. And now you're not playing him? Like... I think maybe he just loves Paddy Bamford. Maybe he's like, he's actually. No, he definitely like, does, and he wants to build his team around him. But so Bamford's, Bamford's sort of like long. Yeah. That Southampton, Southampton desperately wanted Long to come good, mm. and fuck it, so did I. Yeah. Like so did, did most. Meal. So did most Irish people. Yes. It's just he ran around a lot. He the engine of a fucking cyborg. Yeah. He still does. Still does. I don't Nick. know how he's doing it. Like he must be. Yeah, purely on horse lips. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if his fucking middle name turned out to be T Model One Hundred One. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he just can't score goals. He yeah. He's never, never scored more goals. He never scored goals. No. He just can't score goals. And for a yeah. forward, that's bad. That's and especially really for Bamford bad. because like he misses a lot. And that's the thing with Bamford. Schlang doesn't take chances and miss. Mm. He just doesn't take chances. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Bamford is given these golden opportunities to yeah, score yeah, and yeah. then fucking skies them. Yeah. And like, 
that's worse than not taking a chance. I, mm. think, I think, like, absolutely, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be more frustrated, like, if someone was being gifted these chances and, mm. like, your granny could put them in. Yeah. Like, I'd love to run the stats, but I'd say, like, Bamford by himself, I'd say, is like would contribute to a lot of drop points for Leeds. Especially now, as you said, like Nketiah is such a better option. You know, it doesn't make sense. I think Bielsa is just trying to make a point. Like saying, like, here, look what I I can make this boy but into I don't, a, but I don't a star. Why making a point? Like, get the goals off Nketiah. That's why he's there. Mm. Like, it's, it's almost as if, like, Nketiah's scoring is somehow an affront to him making Bamford the focal point of his team's attack. Yeah, well, let's like, say. Oh, here comes a guy on loan from Arsenal. Like, we po- we went for we went ages to try and poach Inketi off Chelsea. Yeah. Like when Chelsea let him go, uh, I think I, I said on one of the other podcasts is mm. like the reason why we signed Inketia was Chelsea let him go. One of the youth managers mentioned it, I think, to Rob Holding. Yeah. Or one of the other youth players and went, They let him go? He's sick. He always scores against us. Yeah. And he whinged about how Enketia always scored goals. I went, okay, maybe we should look into this boy. And realised that he was literally scoring as if it was not even fun, not even but there, a, yeah. like a fucking psychotic compulsion. <laughs> I went, <laughs> the opposite to why Medina scores. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't look, doesn't look like she cares either way. She's like, yeah, yeah this is what I do. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Rachel, um, is there any one team you'd love to see from the na- from the list there I mentioned? Um... Nottingham Forest. Actually, yeah. I'd like to see Forest open too. Like, I like trees as well. Yes, I like trees. I yeah, think. I like the cure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I like them. Yeah. Um, I think that they're, they're playing quite good football actually because they they yeah. hired a, um, a French manager quite unknownly but I think he was the former Le Havre manager and they're trying to I think they're trying to do a similar little project there because they have a a sneaky deal with um, Benfica for some of their players. Yeah, yeah. So I think they are trying to like become like a bit of a wolves like uh, project. You, the Birmingham and you mentioned another team around the Birmingham. Yes, so we and have I was like, Brentford, Charlton, no. Charlton, Charlton, Charlton. Yeah. Matty Holland. Managed by Lee Bowyer, lads. Lee Bowyer. Oh Lee my Bowyer. God. By the way, Lee Bowyer is like objectively one of the more successful managers in the football league at the moment. He got his nose win, fixed, win, yeah. yeah, just constant wins. Constant nose breaks. Yeah, that could be too, too actually. No, apparently he's got a team, he's got that team working quite well. Perfect. Yeah, apparently so. I'd like to see Charlton because Matty Holland is a hero mm. of mine. To be fair, actually, I, I would I would love to see Charlton properly push for it. I don't think he would get promoted this year. I No, I would actually love to see Charlton do well because that could feed some money into their women's team and I think they have an amazing women's team that mm. just hasn't gotten the infrastructure yeah. to... It's a shame because, yeah, Charlton's one of those awful... They're doing a Sunderland on our women's team. Yeah. Pretty much where they just kind of loan farm all their best players out, but not loan farm them, actually just let them go. Yeah. <laughs> like, there, the, the story of the Spurs player signing for Spurs, mm. and she was still on the Charlton books because oh, Charlton yeah. hadn't agreed to it fully. Yeah. But Spurs had presumed it was all good. <laughs> and then they were like, wait, she scored like 168 goals for us. We have no one to replace her. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Unbelievable, but like I said, I think like Charlton's one of those sad cases where like it is a object, it is a, a a team that's well supported. Everyone likes them, but they're owned by horrible, horrible people, the Douchelettes, and they're like a bunch God, of. They even sound like they sound like, name. Yeah, the Ronald Douchelettes. Ronald Douchelet. Yeah, still in the they're still there. They're still there. Yeah, still dug in. Were they not getting rid of? No, no, you're thinking of Blackpool with the Oysens. 
is what uh, I'm thinking of. Yes, no, the are still there. And in fact, if anything, they're picking back on Lee Boyer's success. They're taking credit for Lee Boyer. Moment. So Lee Boyer is doing his best, getting promoted and all that, and like this Belgian prick is going, yes, yes, that was all my idea. Give well, me money, fairness, give me you money. see what Boyer is going for in that if the team's successful enough, hmm. people will come in and buy it. Yeah. You know, people don't... It, there is actually passion there from it, it's him. Difficult yeah. to, it's difficult to sell a broken asset. Yes. As opposed to very true. Like, very here, true. Here you go. Go for it, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so we have our picks. We have two for Leeds. We have one for Forest. We're doing Charlton. You want to go for Charlton? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we have Charlton as well. as well. So... Guys, thank you very much for listening to these podcasts. Uh, we will see you in two weeks' time for more of the same. Hopefully, lot less longer than uh, this one. But uh, we had a bit to catch up on, so we had to go That's the extra fair. mile. So, yeah. guys, thank you very much for listening. Um, by all means, follow us on Spotify. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can see some hot content. I'm not sure what's going to be on this week, but just take my word for it. It's going to be good. Uh, but until then, guys, I have been Jonathan. That's been Neil. Woo! That's been Rachel. Woo! And that was Liquid Football. <laughs>